Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No. Please, everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool, neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a lovely Thursday in eastern North Carolina. Clip Brock here with you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1. In Washington, we're on 1250-930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com, and watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and see all of our videos there. Also, we're on every day on Facebook Live, and uh, make sure you are on all of our social media accounts for all the latest news and notes on Pirate Athletics, Twitter, Facebook, the Grammy Gram and uh youtube we got a big show on tap for today it is nfl draft day we got some ecu basketball news to get to we will visit with some guests as well including the voice jeff charles will talk to us coming up in about 25 minutes or so as we'll go out live to michigan and visit with the voice on this thursday at 345 we'll talk some pirate baseball with former pirate brandon manning as he'll join us in the pirate radio studios at four o'clock we will rage. We'll get out our anger from this week. What's making us upset in the sports world or in everyday, day-to-day life? We will talk about that when we go inside the anger management rage room. We'll be raging coming up at 4 o'clock. If something is grinding your gears on this Thursday, you can chime in on Facebook Live, Twitter, or give us a call, 317-1250, and you can get your rage in and uh, get those those emotions those feelings out you'll feel better about yourself once you uh you get the anger out at 425 we'll welcome on for the first time since college basketball season the big man on campus jeff nadu we'll talk about some nfl draft props also see if he's got anything on the nba playoffs as well we'll do that in hour number two and troy d will be alongside hour three of today's edition of pirate radio live shirley rhodes is here Content junkie CJ Schaefer here as well, and Chandler Honeycutt looking uh, nice and golfy today. Joining me to my left, hello Chanma. What's up, Clipper? Good I appreciate that. I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, we uh, we got Facebook Live rocking and rolling. Robert Matthews says safe. What else does he say? Safe. Uh, Steve Hill with a couple of Washington related comments on Facebook Live. Let's go, Kyle Hamilton. Will he be the pick at 11? I think they're... I say they're going to go wide receiver, but I would not mind Kyle Hamilton. He also said hashtag Ban Dan Snyder. Ban Dan. Ban Dan. And then uh, Robert Matthews says five minutes ago, this was before we came on the air, we already had the feed going, uh, but at 2.58, he said Robert Matthews is pooping. <laughs> what? Two, two minutes after he said, safe! What are we doing? What is what? I wonder. I don't know if he has any children or not, but I wonder if. Do you think that's this that that we're that kind of show? We're not that kind of show. I don't want to know when you're pooping. 
Am I wrong? Uh, do we not agree? Do we not, do we agree? not agree? Um, I guess I, I'm. I have a feeling there's no way Robert Matthews put him put that himself. He had to have been hacked. What do you um, mean? Hacked by who? Why would he put that? I don't know. We know. Look, I don't know him. Well, I've met him one time. He, I know of him. I know of him. Does anyone really care? <laughs> As Steve Hill chimes in, says hashtag drop a deuce. Um, we're, hey, look, we're not doing this today. No, yeah, no everyone. Not, Coach K, tell him right now. No, tell him. No, please, no, please, everyone, be quiet. We're having a good day, a fine show. It's a beautiful day, and we want to talk football. Want to talk hoops? A little pirate baseball. Let's get to pumping. And Robert has lost his ever-loving mind. <laughs> you look a little salty. <laughs> what a way to start the show. Yeah, Shirley's we, on it today. Oh, yeah. We need to move on very quickly. Oh, my God. I want to his hand. No, I don't. I don't want to touch his hand. <laughs> I want to wash his hand. I want to wash your hand. <laughs> I want to double flush. I want me some glory hope. <laughs> Jerry, what are we doing? We got it. Right. Stop. We stop. Stop. On. Everybody stop. Shirley, well, you stop. You're supposed to be the mature adult. This is insane. If we lose Shirley, we lose it all. It's one thing to lose me, Chandler, maybe CJ. Oh my gosh. When you lose Shirley, all you know, all is lost. We're five like, minutes into a three hour show. I feel like we're uh I feel like I'm in a dream right now. Like yeah. this is just a weird start to the show. Fever dream. Um yeah, I don't know. We we've got our count. People want to know how many days till kickoff. People want to know about ECU basketball, the new players. They want to know our thoughts on the draft. They want to know what we want to rage about. They want to know what Brandon Manning's going to say about pirate baseball. They want to know what Troy's going, who's who Troy's touched over the weekend. Yeah, like we got to get to all that stuff, and instead we're talking about Robert Matthews. Pooping, yes, folks. Josh, Pooping. Josh well, says, that "Yeah, that, that is edge. not edge, coach." Josh says, "Crappy start to the show." <laughs> Br- Brad says, "Hashtag fart noise." We're losing our listeners. What are we doing now? There, the the show is going down the drain. Says Steve. It's two little butt I, cheeks. Oh no! All right, all right. <laughs> David Price is going to love this advert. This is the part. This is the kind of show all of our advertisers want to be a part of. This is what they signed up for. <laughs> well, Chandler, what does Shirley need to do? What she needs to do, Clip Brock, is back that fat dump truck up. <laughs> God, that sounds bad. <laughs> but it's fitting for the show. That truck is backing up. Look who got a hat. He's got a hat, folks. CJ's got a hat. I actually, we played with David Price in the Riley's Army Tournament at Greenville Country Club last Friday. and I sho- so funny to you. And I, sh- and I showed up because it sits on top of your head. Yeah, it's you need actually, to adjust Yeah, your, well, uh, you might need to adju- adjust that. I didn't think that. to fix it yet. You got a hard yarmulke over there. It is. But I show up, and sitting in the golf cart is a David Price construction part hat. And he said, hey, make sure you give this to CJ. And I said, well, he's actually about to show up. And here comes CJ. I said, CJ, you're about to be a happy dude. Here is a hard hat for you. 
So now he is in on the hard hat gang. That was the best news I had all week. Yep. And yeah, he was quite greatest. upset that he could not, he didn't have one when we started doing this. It's one of the best stories I've ever heard. Thank you for going step by step on that story and giving us every single detail. What about a story? Uh, I don't play around when I tell a story. No, you got, we, we need to, what were you wearing? What, what was, what temperature was it? What hole were you on when he got the hat? We hadn't even started yet. Oh, wow. Okay. The ECU football countdown to kickoff is brought to you by David Price Construction, run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Give them a call today, 919-291-5532. Visit them online, davidpriceconstruction.com. For all your commercial or custom residential and building needs, David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner and the sponsor for our countdown to kickoff. We are one day away. Countdown to first pitch, East Carolina taking on Cincinnati. We are five-ish hours away from the NFL draft. But Chandler, who cares about all that stuff? We want pirate football. How many days away? Are we away from ECU NC State? It's funny you ask that clip because I've had so many people ask me, <laughs> Chandler, how many days till ECU NC State? Guess what? <laughs> I have an answer for you. 128 days mm. until ECU NC State, Greenville, North Carolina, mm. Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, uh, Tom TBA. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a packed house in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. People are so excited about it, Clip Brock. They're going to have to wait, though, 128 days away. And now people ask me this. Are you guys doing something? Who's, to, who are these you know, people? Uh, you don't, look, you don't have to know the people. But they asked me, they said, well, are you guys doing something to kind of kick off the, the season? Nah, are you guys having probably some kind of event, some no. sort of party? No. And I said, funny you ask that. We are. It is back after two years of a hiatus. The party of the year is back, and it's back right here in downtown Greenville, next door to Pirate Radio at the State Theater. Yes, folks. State. It's back. The party of the year, the Pirate Radio kickoff party, is here at the State Theater. It's going to be a great time. What a great way to kick off the 2022 campaign for ECU NC State. 128 days till kickoff. 126 days until the party of the year. All of that on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. I want to see you and Gary Hahn at the State Theater. State. How would he say where the party's going to be at? At the State Theater. <laughs> Touchdown State Theater. <laughs> All right. Let's so get out of A couple of things, Chandler. Uh, you get a lot of questions from people. Yeah. And you find a lot of things funny when people ask you questions. Yeah. Do you laugh when you when they when people ask you questions? No, you... I do. I, it's because they go, "Hey, uh, how many days until kickoff?" And I go. <laughs> Uh, you're not keeping count on the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. We do it every Thursday. Do a little math. 128 today, 121 next week, 114 the following week, 107, then 100. And if you don't Come like, on. If you don't like doing math, literally, as Coach Ruff would say, Google it up. Google it up. Say how many days until September 3rd. That is the day of kickoff. 128 days. But... Here at Pirate Radio, we do the work for you. So you don't have to Google. You don't have to do math. All you got to do is tune in. That's why I laugh. 
Right. Because we tell you yeah. each and every week. And then people go, hey, you guys having something? Who are Yes, we're having something. It's the party of the year. It's back after two years. The Pirate Radio kickoff party. 126 days on the David Price construction. Countdown to kickoff slash party. Thank you, Chan Man. <sighs> CJ, that still don't have that hat right yet. Oh, we're going to fix it. We're going to get on the that. First step was getting the hat. Yeah, step one, it's a, it's a lot of different phases. Step one, complete. We're just working on the other ones. Uh, Chad. <laughs> okay, this isn't even funny, Chad. It's not even funny. It's not even good wordplay, but I'm going to read it anyway. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? <laughs> yeah, I want to read it. All right. <laughs> Poop jokes are funny. And did Chandler just say that the party was coming back after a high anus? <laughs> a high anus? That's not funny. Don't don't hit it, Charlie. That's not funny. Don't hit it. It's not funny. That's not funny at all. Stop disrespecting me, bro. And, you, uh, and look, what is up with everybody today? I don't know. Look, look at the look at the gif, jif, whatever you want to call it. Look, look what it says. Yes. That's well, disgusting. That's Chad Moore. That is disgusting. Well, I tell you what, I've been acting a little silly all day, and you, you, have. you told me I was on one, yeah. and I tried to clean it up before the show, and uh, and you did. I and had then, planned on doing a normal show, and it doesn't help that our listeners are just being out of pocket today. Ooh, nice, yeah, nice terminology yeah. there. Yeah, what does that mean? It means you're just out of play, like you're just kind of you're acting crazy, right? right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're just you're not you're, you're like not, the pocket would be the norm. I would yes. And you and are out outside of that. Because, like, Robert Matthews... Have you ever seen him say anything like that before? Nah, he's on one. He's on one. He's Another one, uh, you could say they're wiling. Wiling? Mm-hmm. Okay. Robert Matthews, you are wiling. And Chad Moore, you're wiling, dude. Jeez. Oof. All right. The Pirates have announced uh, a whole lot of newcomers to the ECU basketball program. Okay. And uh, they did it individually. <laughs> As I said, they should. Yes. Yesterday on the show. Mike Schwartz, ECU Basketball, thanks for listening. Great job uh, today on rolling out the new Pirate Basketball players, including Jaden Walker. He is the transfer from Iowa State. Uh, big get here, Ezra Alzar. 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 Is that right? I mean, I don't know if it's right, but that's what I'm going to go with. Um, Pretty big dude, six eight. I think I read six eight. Athletic long uh, Ford, long arms. Uh, we call that wing wingspan span. where I'm from. Okay, you're from a lot of different places, so I don't know what you call it. We call it length wingspan. So long arms is incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> uh, they got a guy named Saxby. Yep, Saxby Sunderland. I love that dude. I just love his name. I hope it uh, translates to the court. I like the name Ben Bayella. Ben Bayella. Which we are... Oh, Umbrella. This, yeah, the song. Ben Bayella. I'm going to turn Bella, your mic off Bella, for a moment. A, no, a, you're good. I'm going to just keep your mic off for a minute. Uh, he will be coming to Greenville along with... Oh, boy. All right, I'm going to turn your mic back on. As, is this the guy? Yeah. Debange. Quentin Debange. Now, he is French. Is that what we have learned? We're going to have to get a pronunciation guide for some of these new guys. And look, we don't know anything about them. You can go find videos on them. You can read what the recruiting sites say about them. But again, I'm not going to 
sell you a false bill of goods and say these are the best players to ever come to greenville to play basketball because i don't know i'm excited i'll tell you what i'm excited about we are a couple of days away from may the 1st which is the deadline to enter the transfer portal if you want to be able to play right away without a waiver and the fact that we don't have any news on a brandon johnson i was thinking about him this week about how i think he's going to progress i was thinking about the guys like Corey rouse before your time mm-hmm. kinston didn't do much early on blossomed into a really good player uh late in his career john t sherrod i, I remember just yeah I'm so we have had a history of having really good freshmen here at east carolina that uh that plateaued and didn't improve but i mean after what newton did the growth he showed last year i'm excited about brandon johnson being back in the program getting another you know full off season looked really good against non-aac competition yeah when we stepped up a level his youth showed uh but i'm excited that he'll be back rj felton I assume he's back. I hope so, because I'm planning You want to talk about athleticism? I mean, I hope he's back, because I, I plan on riding that felt belt, baby. You got the felt belt ready to go. Javon Small showed some flashes. So, you know, Luigi, I guess, will be back mm-hmm. in the middle. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you got some pieces returning from last year that have bought in and are on board with Mike Schwartz and, of course, all these newcomers as well. So Yeah, absolutely. And you were talking about Brandon Johnson. We had Antoine Jackson on the show right before the season started. And a guy we mentioned, well, we asked uh, Coach Jackson, who are some guys that are standing out? We were expecting some names kind of similar to what we've heard before, like Tristan Newton, Brandon Suggs, Tremont Robinson-White. A guy that he mentioned was a guy that we really had, we, we never heard of. It's a, a brand-new uh, kid on this program. It was Brandon Johnson and he was talking about how aggressive he is on the court, how much hustle he shows. And we saw that this past year in Brandon Johnson. And I feel like he's going to be very – when you talk about developing and getting better, I especially think he'll do better defensively. And this is a guy, Mike Schwartz, who comes in and takes over this program as a defensive-minded coach. And I think that's going to help develop Brandon Johnson even more. And uh, very excited about the future of Brandon Johnson just because – of the effort that he showed, which yeah. is, you know, what Antoine Jackson told us uh, right before the season started. So, yeah, it is, uh, hopefully he hangs on. How May 1st, you said, is the deadline? Yeah, May the 1st be with you. So, uh, may the 1st be with you, Brandon That's Johnson. That's not what they say. Jason. I like Brandon Johnson. But Brandon Johnson. I like the effort. I like that interview we did with uh, Antoine Jackson before the season. In fact, uh, when Joe Dooley was fired, I sent a uh, reached out to Antoine's wife, and mm-hmm. you know what I told her? Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. We were really moving on the right path with this segment, and that might have derailed things. Uh, Steve Hill said we should flush this segment. Rich says clean it up, clip or wipe it down if you must. We need. Hey Shirley, can we get some Febreze in here? <laughs> can we Febreze the entire studio? after uh what has transpired this segment all right let's uh hey draft night boys and girls Mm -hmm. and at some point i will read these tweets um i put out today three questions who's your favorite nfl team who do you want to draft tonight and what pirate all time would you like to add to your team's roster this year uh and surely no early picks for the dolphins tonight so y'all were just kind of kick back chilling 
Um, our buddy Kyle Gaskins did chime in, Dolphins fan. He said, my favorite team's the Dolphins. What, who do you want to draft tonight? He said, draft picks are for losers when you can just have Tyree Kill. He's got a point there. And uh, number three, he said, CJ2K with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell would be a gold medal track team. Man. That would be pretty darn I sick. I could not agree more. Speed on top of speed. That's speed called with a city little more speed. speed. Didn't Mike Houston used to say that? City speed. 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 You remember that? What do you? What do we need more on? Uh, more of on this team? Speed. <laughs> Zero. How much speed do you have, Coach? Zero. None. None. Nada. Zilch. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I when I see things like this uh, at this point in the off season, I'm like, oh yeah, Tyree kills the dolphin. Last night we we're talking uh, with Tony. Tony. Tony, let's go down to Tony. I went down to Tony. Tony Dunn. And uh, he said, wait, when did Allen Robinson join the Rams? So you kind of forget these, uh, these off-season moves. We'll probably be reminded about it tonight while we watch uh, the NFL draft. I'm excited for it. Uh, by the way, you mentioned Tony Dunn, C3 Panther Podcast. Tune in tonight. They'll have an awesome show. Uh, they'll go live. They'll talk to some uh, different guests uh, you know, with fan representatives. Uh, so t- uh, check in to our Friday guest, Tony Dunn, tonight on the C3 Panther po- podcast on YouTube. I recorded something for him about the commanders. I guess he's going to play before the pig, given my thoughts on the draft tonight. Uh, Susan Dean's finally in with hashtag fire Matt Rule. I knew it was coming some. Susan, you've missed soon. quite a show so far. Just read the Facebook comments and you'll get an example of what's been happening here so far today. Uh, Chandler, your answers were you're a Panthers fan. You want to draft Malik Willis, and what pirate would you add? Tom Scott. Tackle. Uh, you could always use some help there, right? Yep. All right. Uh, CJ, you are a Steelers fan. You said Jordan Davis or Malik Willis. Jordan da- Who's Jordan Davis the, again? Uh, the big uh, defensive line for Georgia. Oh, yeah. Big, big, big. Big dude. Big, big. Uh, he threw out the first pitch at a Braves game Braves. and was uh, – Took a picture beside Ozzy Albies, and it looked like oh, two man. different species of of man, of Neanderthal. It was insane. And then you said uh, you would add Zay Jones so you can get rid of Chase Claypool. Love somebody as much. Find someone that loves you as much as Steelers fans love crapping on their wide receivers. That's how it goes. It's Claypool. It's Deontay Johnson can't catch. It's Juju's too big on the tiktok it's antonio brown has lost his mind for the 12th time this season where's where's heinz ward it's mike wallace can run straight and that's all (laughs) you're right did y'all ever complain about heinz ward not once yeah that's about the only one the only people that complained about heinz ward were the opposing teams who said he was dirty and would block and chop and play dirty don't care get good Mm. all right you heard it there all right, let's take a break. Uh, got a lot more of these draft tweets to read, so we'll get the, we'll get to those. If you'd like to chime in on the draft, you can. If you'd like to chime in on inappropriate number twos and everything, I guess you can do that as well. Uh, we'll talk some pirate baseball later on this hour with Brandon Manning. But when we return, we'll visit with the voice Jeff Charles on this Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after these words.
for listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and uh, chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. We're going to class up the joint this segment and talk to the voice of the Pirates, Jeff Charles, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line on this Thursday. Jeff, welcome in. How you doing? I'm doing great, Clip. I hope you are. I'll tell you what, the NBA playoffs have really been exciting. Tonight there are three games, and they're all 3-2 as far as the series are concerned. And baseball, of course, will wind it down in April, the first month of the season. Pirates have another big weekend series coming up this weekend at home. So, lot to talk about today. There is, and uh, a little uh, thing called the NFL Draft, too, Jeff. The NFL is king, and even with all these live sports going on, uh, I'll be uh, tuned into that as well. And you mentioned the, the NBA playoffs. Love the matchups tonight because you have the 3-2 series uh, games that you mentioned, and all three of the teams facing elimination are at home. So there's going to be some packed houses tonight and some rowdy fans. And I think there's, when you look at it, the pressure is going to be on the Suns and the Mavericks to go and close things out. Certainly a lot of pressure on Philadelphia as Doc Rivers and the Sixers had a 3 nothing lead and the Raptors win one at home and go back to Philly. They're big underdogs. They dominate uh, that Game 5 uh, to send it to Game 6. And now there are a lot of people uh, who are Sixers fans that are really nervous about A, the the team not closing out the Raptors that they have currently, but also Doc Rivers' past and his issues closing out series as a head coach. So uh, a lot of eyeballs on that one for me tonight. Yeah, no doubt about that, Cliff. And uh, Toronto, as you mentioned, they'll be home tonight. They'll have a chance to win that one and make it 3-3 and set up a deciding game. It's been a really fun series to watch. And, of course, uh, locally, we always pull for the local guys in the NBA and Brandon Ingram and New Orleans. I mean, they're giving Phoenix all they can handle. Phoenix is up 3-2, but New Orleans has them at home tonight. So you got to give uh, New Orleans a chance to win that game at home. And then the Dallas-Utah series has been another good one. Dallas up three games to two in that one. So there have been uh, a lot of good games. And then, of course, last night, Milwaukee really looked good in beating the Bulls. It really wasn't much of a series, four games to one. And, Cliff, I think this next series coming up between the Bucs and the Celtics should be a great series. Uh, Boston had no trouble with Brooklyn. I really don't have uh, any feel-sorry feelings for the Brooklyn Nets and everything they went through this year. And <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to see the Celtics blow them out quite frankly like they did. And then you know, here are the Warriors, just almost like every year, playing great. And uh, four to one winners over the Nuggets. And uh, they're starting to hit their stride, it looks like, too. So we got some great basketball to look forward to here coming up. And Jeff, uh, I like the little guy. I loved uh, watching Allen Iverson go up against the the big fellas back in the day. And how about John Moran? And I, I like playoff time because I don't watch a lot of Grizzlies. They're not on national TV a lot. Uh, to be able to see them and to see John Moran on the big stage has been a lot of fun these last couple of weeks. 
Yeah, Roy Hansen, he's really not playing 100% either, Cliff. I mean, he's had some nagging injuries, as you know, but he is a really exciting guy, and I think we've talked about this before on your show. It just goes to prove that sometimes guys fall through the cracks, and here's a kid from South Carolina who was not very highly recruited and ended up going to Murray State, had the great season and also the great career at Murray State's great last year. And then he gets on everybody's NBA radar, and now he's one of the best players in the National Basketball Association. But he's just so athletic, and he really is the face of the franchise. When we go down there with the Pirates, you see his picture all over billboards, and you see his picture flashing all over FedEx Forum. So, yeah, he is the man now in Memphis, and he's a great talent. He's a lot of fun to watch. Jeff Charles joining us, NFL draft going on tonight, Jeff, and usually when the draft comes around, the Lions have an early pick. That is the case this year, so what are the folks up in Michigan saying about uh, that number two pick with Detroit? Uh, The fans are probably saying, I just hope we don't screw it up, right? (laughs) Because they have a great history of screwing it up, Clip. I mean, I read a story the other day in the Detroit Free Press that chronicled all the picks that the Detroit Lions have made over the years, and they've not made very many good picks. But there is a defensive end out of Michigan that they're talking about uh, taking with that number two pick. And uh, there was also a very interesting article the other day uh, in the paper here about uh, taking a corner with an early-round pick. And the guy they were talking about, Cliff, is the kid that played in Cincinnati last year. Uh, Gardner, the guy that called Sauce, Sauce Gardner. I mean, I thought he was a good player. I didn't know he was a number one pick kind of guy, you know, first round pick kind of guy, but I think he's high on uh, the Lions' radar as well. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, you know, it's a franchise that just always seems to not be able to get out of their way. And uh, they've just, I forget now how many years it's been since they've been in the playoffs. It's been quite a while. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, they're. They're trying over again with uh, a new regime, second-year head coach, and a new regime with a lot of new folks in in the in the Lions organization. Still the same ownership, though, that has struggled through a lot of coaching regimes. So we'll see how the draft ends up for them this year. On the Pirates front, you, you've got uh, Jaquan McMillan, who in some mocks he has been listed. In fact, I saw him as Mr. Irrelevant in, in one of the mocks, Jeff. And you got, of course, Tyler Sneed, who – uh, decided to go take his talents to professional football, and we're hoping he can uh, at least get a rookie free agent contract after the draft uh, if his name is not called. How about you know those two guys? How about Jaquan in particular, Jeff? As you've watched him throughout the years, uh, do you think he's a guy you could be seeing uh, play on Sundays? Yeah, I don't put it past Jaquan. I mean, I think he's a really, really good player. I mean, is he a little short? Yeah, he's a little short. That's kind of a uh, knock against him, but he's good. I, you know, it's it's just like any of these drafts, Cliff, and any any of these guys. You gotta be in the right place at the right time. I don't care if it's an NFL team, NBA team, Major League Baseball, hockey, whatever it is. You just gotta find that niche. You gotta find that spot where they can utilize your talents and where they have an available position for you. So. Maybe Jaquan, if he, if he doesn't get drafted, you know, sometimes for a lot of these guys, if they don't get drafted, it's almost better that they don't, and then they have some free agent opportunities and, and maybe a chance to, to work in with a team that really needs, you know, a player at that position. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I would not expect Tyler to get drafted. Who knows? But you wouldn't think so. But, again, hopefully he can get into free agent camp. And, you know, again, like we've talked 
I guess since he walked on campus, Cliff, the very first day, you just put nothing past this kid. A lot of people are going to say that he's not good enough to play in the NFL, but you know, they said he wasn't good enough to play at East Carolina either. So, uh, again, he's got a huge heart, and he's a smart, smart football player, and so I don't tell him short. And uh, another name, Jeff, that could sneak into the first round. Of course, there's a ton of uncertainty about the quarterbacks. Could Malik Willis go first? Would it be uh, maybe Kenny Pickett? Where does Matt Corral from Ole Miss fit in? Sam Howe from North Carolina. And I've seen Desmond Ritter, maybe his name, creeping back into the late first round. And Ritter, a fascinating guy. His athleticism uh, you know, jumps off the page immediately. He hurt the Pirates more with his legs than he did his arm, especially early on. I didn't know if he'd ever be accurate enough, but he, he fixed that to some degree. was still inaccurate uh, in the last meeting, East Carolina and Cincinnati on the field. But he's got the tools, uh, got good size, and uh, NFL teams think they can mold him into a professional quarterback. What do you think about Desmond Ritter and, and his chances? Well, Cliff, he's a winner. That's what I know about Desmond Ritter. Now, the critics will say, well, he played against the American Athletic Conference and that caliber of competition. He didn't play in the SEC or the Big Ten. Well, that's true, but still, I think the guy won 47 games. I think I saw the other day at Cincinnati. And, you know, I just thought his body get bigger and fill out as the years went along. He was kind of a tall, gangly, kind of skinny kid, you know, his first year or two at Cincinnati. But now you look at him and, you know, he looks like an NFL quarterback, and he's 6'4", and he's got the frame now. He's got the body for it. He throws the ball well. As you mentioned, he runs well. I think it'll be really interesting to see where, where he gets selected. Will he go in the first round? I don't know. Uh, you'd certainly think he'll go in the second round. And uh, teams looking for a quarterback, I think they could do a lot worse than selecting Desmond Ritter. Jeff Charles joining us on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And you had ECU baseball in town this weekend, Jeff. Of course, Pirate football, always a topic. And ECU basketball uh, making a few headlines today, announcing their additions officially uh, as uh, the Pirates will have some new players on this roster, Jeff. And that is a good thing uh, because they're going to have a lot of spots to fill. I guess the good news is, so the May 1st deadline is when players would need to enter the transfer portal if they want to be able to play immediately. And we're still uh, a couple of days away from that date. But it is good news if you want to see R.J. Felton and Brandon Johnson and uh, and all the other returners that are still on this roster for East Carolina for another season. So uh, Mike Schwartz is going to have a, uh, a small group of players from last year, Jeff, but some young faces, Javon Small in there as well, and also uh, the additions that he has made to this roster. And uh, like it's going to be, it looks like every year for the foreseeable future, Jeff, you're going to have to kind of piecemeal together a roster through the portal, through other means, and uh, see what you got on the court. But uh, it is nice to see Mike Schwartz uh, making an immediate impact. He hadn't been here long, Jeff, and he's already made several additions uh, to this program. Yeah, of course, he's built his staff as well. He's been a very busy guy. He's got a lot of energy. He's young. He's enthusiastic. And, again, it's kind of like if you've been a Pirate basketball fan for a long time, Cliff, it's kind of like, well, here we go again with the next regime. And that's kind of where East Carolina basketball is, and you make a good point as far as rosters are concerned and how it's going to be moving forward. There's just going to be a lot of change, and that's not only East Carolina, but Basically, it's like every every program in America. 
But I think what's really interesting, Clip, when we talk about this, North Carolina's got, like, everybody coming back, and yeah. Duke, like, has lost everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a commentary on that uh, coming up in, in May, talk a little bit about that. But I think that's, that's interesting. Um, North Carolina has been able to keep their guys where most, uh, most programs are having a hard time doing that. So it's just going to be one of those things, Clip, uh, every year. A year from now, we'll probably be talking about the same thing with ECU and a lot of different schools and who's coming and who's going. And you just never know anymore. I, I don't know about coaches and how they do it, quite frankly, especially basketball coaches. We're seeing it now, of course, uh, in football. But you've got a lot more numbers to play with in football when you lose half your team in basketball, you know, we're talking about only five or six, seven guys, but you can lose half your team with those kind of numbers. And so it's, it's very difficult. And I think that's why you see a guy like Jay Wright, who's obviously in the prime of his career. He's 60 years old. He's won the two national championships. He goes to the final four again this year. And I think sometimes these guys just wake up one day, especially when they've been in the game a long time. And, and just say, don't enjoy it as much as I used to, and maybe it's time for me to, to hang it up and, and move on. Now, there's still a couple of older guys left. Uh, Larry Nagin still left at Miami, and Bayhart is still left at, at Syracuse. And then maybe you pop down to the Tom Izzo's of the world have been around a long time, but not quite as old as those guys. But but you know, Cliff, uh, those guys are on, on borrowed time. They're in their mid-70s. So... It's just going to be that way. The the industry has changed so much. College athletics has changed so much. And I've been following a little bit the meetings that are going to be coming up here this week or maybe it's next week, actually, with the athletic directors and the presidents and all the reform we're talking about again in college athletics. Uh, again, some of the things on the table you kind of shake your head at. But, again, that's where we are. Everything just seems to be changing almost at a rapid pace. No doubt, Jeff, and of course, transfers used to be pretty rare. It was—it almost never happened where a transfer would happen within a conference from one conference school to another conference school. In fact, it was uh, it was taboo. Uh, the schools would block a player from going to another school within that conference. And how about in the American? You're going to have to get to know a lot of new players, a lot of new rosters, but. Kendrick Davis going from SMU to Memphis, staying in the American. And how about Landers Nolly? Just saw yesterday he was going from Memphis to Cincinnati. So, uh, of course, uh, the rules have changed. Everything's changed now, Jeff. But that's uh, that's different, seeing guys transfer within the same conference. Yeah, and you're right, Cliff. That, like, never happened. I'm going to go back into my memory bank here and give you this one. This was years ago, and... This is a player that uh, you've never heard of. Probably 99.99% of our radio listeners have never heard of him either. But back when I was doing Big Ten basketball at Illinois, Illinois had a big man named Derek Holcomb, and he was a seven-footer. And he started his career at Indiana, and he was he played for Bob Knight. And then he transferred to Illinois, and everybody was like, you know, he's going to another school at the conference, and for him to do that, now this was a different time. This was back like late 70s, as I remember. Uh, he had to get permission from Bob Knight, from Indiana University, and, and from the Big Ten yeah. to even make that transfer, you know, in the same conference. And he, he was not a great player. He didn't play much at Indiana, but he did start at Illinois and was a, a decent role player. But that just shows you how far it's come and how different it is now. It used to be, as you know, 
it's just really difficult for guys to transfer. And now, at the drop of a hat, I mean, these coaches go into their offices one day, and a guy walks through the door, and they think he's got their point guard for next year, and he walks in and says, yay, you know, I'm, I'm going maybe even to another school in the same conference. <laughs> so it's it's just crazy uh, to, to see all this movement down in, in college athletics. But it's here to stay now, I think, Cliff. Yeah. Horses out of the park at this point. So uh, there's, uh, there's no turning back with this stuff. Jeff Charles joining us here today on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff, a lot going on in the sports world. Always great to talk about it with you, and uh, we will do it again next week. Have a uh, great rest of your week and weekend, Jeff, and we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Cliff. Always great to visit with you and our Pirate Radio listeners. Thank you, Voice. There is Jeff Charles joining us on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout when we return. We'll talk some pirate baseball little mlb and wrap up hour number one with brandon manning who joins us in the pirate radio studios at four o'clock we'll go inside the anger management rage room so we got a lot on the way on pirate radio live on this thursday back with you after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT experts since 2006 and are the local to- uh, tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you. Power Radio Live wrapping up our number one. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt alongside and we welcome in Brandon Manning for an ECU baseball recap brought to you by Brandon Manning and Farm Bureau Insurance. You can call Brandon today, 531-1812. Schedule a review. Get a free quote. Brandon, how you doing, Bo? Just fine. How's everybody going? Everybody's going well. We're going. I'm going well because... CJ. Uh-oh. More on that in a moment. Uh, leading off for your Atlanta Braves tonight, Ronald Acuna Jr. back in the lineup. That is good to see. Talked to Matt Davis earlier this week calling games for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, and he was able to watch Ronald make his baseball re-debut last week, first time since getting injured around midway through the season last year and uh he is now back in the braves lineup for the first time so that is exciting stuff absolute stud they need him because they are uh, struggling right now at the plate didn't they struggle to start off last year too yeah not freaking no, not even worried they'll just add some random guys at the deadline and win the world series like they did last year easy enough jock peterson i see him getting him back jock uh did you see him earlier this week guy was trashing him he turned around out of the box said something to him hit a dinger yeah that's how he does looked at him touched on plate talked more junk to him does he still wear the pearls i didn't i don't know i, I thought know if he I thought, retired him or if he's still wearing them i, I thought know. that was a pretty cool gimmick yeah. in the playoffs last year jock peterson was a guy maybe this is how this came up yesterday we were Here's talking a guy we were talking about guys that um we did a 180 on we didn't like and then we ended up liking them or either you started out Vice to like versa. them, and then by the end of it, Brandon's looking at one right now. 
but he's been Jock, looking at me for the past five minutes. I did not like Jock Peterson at all. I thought his his swagitude way outweighed his production, and I was not a fan. And then he joins the Braves, and he's a legend. So I, I like him because he backs up his swagitude, as you just said. Yeah. When the when the game's on the line and everybody's you know watching him, all the lights are on him. He he gets in there and yeah. gets it done, man. Every team he's ever been on, he's been that big hit guy, and he takes hacks. Yeah, that I home guess, run derby he was in. I mean, it was, that was, I enjoyed that. I guess I thought too that he was supposed to be better than he was. I don't know. Where's I, he from? What college did he go to? I don't know. I'm assuming a West Coast guy, but yeah. that's because he played for the Dodgers. I'm not sure. I'll look it up. Brandon, let's talk pirate baseball. Uh, while we got a few minutes here, East Carolina coming off a loss to NC State. What'd you think about the Pirates and Pack the other night? I mean, just the story of leaving runners on. You know, I, I think we. Uh, there was only one hit difference between us and them. We hit the ball, but they got timely hits. I mean, we've got to be able to get some of those runners in. I mean, early in the game when it was still reachable, you know, runner on third with one out and short short fly balls, not getting runs in. I mean, we've got to do a, a job. If, if you're going to have a job to get a run in right there, just make sure you do it. I mean, it, it's a pop fly. Come on, just hit the ball out there. Are you encouraged at all uh, the amount of times the Pirates got on base? Like, Can you say, all right, let's keep doing that, and we're eventually going to score these runs? So, yes, I am, because they were hitting mistake pitches. I mean, that, that kid was not on his A game. He was, I mean, still a good pitcher, but whenever he made a mistake, all their pitchers made a mistake, we hit the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Agnos just barrel one up to center field. That was a state pitch. I mean, he got him to pitch before that. Agnos, bam, right dead center. It was a bomb, by the way. I mean, and and then, you know, Bryson, everybody that got hit the other night, the barrel, we hit the ball. I guarantee you we had more solid contact hits than they did. It's just the two or three that they hit solid went a long way. When they loaded the bases, their guy hit a dinger. When we loaded them, we ended up with what, one run? One run the first. How, how the tables turned, too, because... How the turntables. Yeah, because um, the last time we played State here in Greenville... The Pirates only had three hits, and it was the, yeah. the storyline was more of the Pirate pitching. This time, it was more of the Pirate, you know, the Pirate hitters. Uh, I think we what had eleven hits to their thirteen. There was also several times in that game where it's just tough luck for the Pirates. You had Zach Agnos hit a rope back to the pitcher that was caught. I think Clonch did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to find a gap. You got to find a hole and get those guys in. And uh, the Pirates just. Yeah, caught a tough break there a couple of times. I think it was the first inning set a tone for that game that, you know, the balls were not going to – it was nothing was going to be easy. There wasn't going to be a lot of soft hit ground balls and rolling double plays. Everybody was going to have to make plays, and they they just outplayed us a little bit. I mean, it toss it up to them. They played good. Well, this weekend, uh, get ready for a lot of runs, it sounds like. Cincinnati can hit. Uh, Cincinnati struggles in the pitching department, so – planning on a lot of runs this weekend yes um we need to come out we need to sweep bad this is this is the weekend we have to do it um you know midweek game loss hurt uh we've been talking about that was putting circle that one on the calendar for seeding in the in regionals or whatever first series loss since 2018 the previous weekend well and if you go back and look at it um i think it's the first time since somebody says something since 2016 as well um the reason it's the first series loss because we played four games last year so Uh, we couldn't couldn't really be um, a lot of ties right there but somebody said it was what was it 2016 i don't know i'll I'll figure it out and it'll come to me in a minute but i mean it's bound to happen we were on a i mean everybody was talking about it we're we're the bar that in american that everybody wants to be at Mm -hmm. and they always come out for us it's like 
Carolina Duke in, in, in ACC basketball. Everybody plays at a higher level when they play those two guys. I mean, it's the same thing. When people play baseball in the American, they want to beat us. Oh, yeah. These teams are tired of the Pirates' reign of terror on yeah. this league. And uh, and they show it every time they come out. Brandon Manning joining us. ECU baseball recap. Also preview. Cincinnati this weekend. East Carolina took two of three from the Bearcats in some high-scoring affairs the first time they met uh, earlier this season. So Yes. See what happens this weekend. All right. Uh, you want to rage? What? That's up to you, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm free and easy. All right. Good. We'll see if Brandon has anything to rage about. Uh, we're going to go inside. Wait, surely, surely we're going to take a break first. Yeah. I can't rage until I I have to take a proper four-minute meditation. <laughs> that was so funny. And then we're going to rage. Things breaking in the nose. Surely. Surely. It just stops. Surely's throwing glass all over the studio. Hold on. All wait. right. Now clean that up, and you're going to have to do it all over again the next segment. All right, when we return, we're going to rage hour two. If you are raging about something in the world of sports or everyday life, you can chime in Twitter, Facebook, or give us a call 317-1250. We open up the anger management rage room when we return after this. to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE and ECU Tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, let's rage. Let's get the rage out. We do this because it makes us feel better, and it's uh, important for folks to talk about your problems and act on those problems in a responsible way, and you can do that at the Anger Management Rage Room, Greenville's premier rage room, at Anger Management, you are free to smash, bash, and destroy inanimate objects in a specially designed, I got there, rage room that gives you space to vent in ways that could create some problems in the outside world. Uh, for more information, check out Anger Management's website, angermgmtnc.com, and book your therapy session today. And we have our therapy sessions every Thursday here on Pirate Radio. And, uh, guys and gal, y'all in a rage? Let's. Let's Shirley is ready. Shirley is ready. I think Please. Brandon's been ready since he walked no, in screw here. Screw you, CJ. I'll get it started with a uh, <laughs> a mini rage and let that, that blood boil a little Go more. Uh, the draft is tonight. This is a pre-rage. Washington's going to draft a receiver, and he's going to suck. He's going to be injured. His career will completely derail. He might get in trouble off the field, but he definitely will not succeed. What if it's Tyler Snead? And I'm basing that off of the past history of Washington drafting receivers in the first round. Go back to Desmond Howard. 
go back to my favorite player michael westbrook who beat up a teammate and didn't like football i wish we knew when we drafted a guy fourth overall that he didn't like the sport he played that would have helped go to back to rod gardner who's he robert griffin no they, he did their skins draft him first he's played in the skins robert will you griffin. shut up yes he was he was a quarterback i know he was not a receiver he was still terrible he was playing twister on the field at fedex he was rookie of the year you know well he was terrible you're talking about the rookie of the year won a division as a rookie you don't know what you're talking I, you know i hate when people speak up they have no clue what they're talking about too this is my rage I am educated on the subject. You are not, Brandon. Correct. That's sir. one of your problems, too. You know a lot, but you think you know everything. You don't. Josh Dotson. Why wow. did they draft Josh Dotson? He had like one hamstring. They're going to draft a guy tonight and ruin his career. I'm sorry for the guy they draft tonight. Probably Chris Olave from Ohio State. Wow. Thank you, Brandon, for adding to my rage there. That's, that's deep. That's deep. I love Brandon. That's deep rooted. Great guy. Look, who's I, next? I've got a draft rage too, so I want to take my list real quick. <laughs> I've got a draft rage. I want to get out too. All right. Nerds are ruining the NFL draft. How so? The all these number, all this number crunching, all these spreadsheets. Take all this stuff, shove them. Go somewhere else. Go to bed. You, stop. Get to bed. It's annoying. Positional value. Uh, Expected wins. All this stuff is boring. Nobody cares. It's lame. Nobody wants to hear about any of this. Jordan Davis, you know why he's going to fall tonight? Because he's a defensive tackle. How long is he going to be able to play in the league? How many sacks is he going to get per game? How many how many snaps is he going to be able to play every game? Who cares? He's a great player. Draft him. Kick rocks. You know who the best defensive player in the league is? A defensive tackle. Exactly. Nobody cares about positional All right, you want to talk about the draft? The draft is not important at all. Everybody wants to waste their freaking picks on super fast people because they're super awesome, but wins freaking games. What wins games? I don't know. Offensive and defensive linemen wins freaking games. Build it up. Look at the Patriots. Why were they so freaking good for so long? Tom Brady. No. Bill Belichick. They drafted great offensive linemen. You look at every great year Tom Brady had, he had amazing offensive linemen. Everybody should draft offensive linemen. You go get the best guys, two years later, you'll have a great team. All right. Hey, everybody it's, wants a quarterback so bad. What if you need the O-line first? All these freaking guys were amazing in college that you draft. Oh, they don't pan out. He's just His, his hands are small. But no, Russell Wilson, you put him on somebody else's team, Russell Wilson's probably not as good as he has been the first few years in Seattle. You're right, because everybody says, like, so many people say, oh, draft a quarterback first round. You'll get that fifth-year option. It helps with uh, contract money later down the line. Okay, what if he sucks? I like that CJ and Brandon have teamed up, and I wonder why CJ's doing that. Could have something to do with him calling well, Brandon Manning Pirate Radio's look, worst member of the Pirate Radio golf team. I yes. made my I made my point first, and That's then he agreed. Out there. So, yeah. you, you just, CJ, <laughs> you just need to change the subject, buddy. Don't okay, agree with me. you just Troy, the gasoline. Troy told me to do fire. it. Troy told you to do it? Yes. That is not Troy true. told oh, you to do it? Clip, no. You understand Clip, that, Can Troy? you, like, okay, can you? No, I no, can't. No. Sometimes you just got to take it, man. You got to take it. Well, how many, shovel, how many shovels you got over there? Could you just keep on digging yourself deeper? You but can't I, afford that. But I had you for a minute, didn't I? No. Yes. Never. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brandon, uh, what happened last week? 
on the Pirate Radio golf team. I sucked for the first five holes. There's no denying it. Then I, you know, got some swing lube. What? Oh, okay. I know what that is. And I uh, got 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 a little bit better. That could after mean that. a lot of different things to a lot of different people depending it, on it their could, lifestyles. It could. It could. Yeah. It could. Well, but I no. guess someone conveniently forgot to tell you that those were my rankings through the first six holes. No! Go, I heard I, he that. Knows I that. heard that. He knows well, that. And I defended CJ by saying he can only go by off what he saw, yeah, and he in that short time span, those were the rankings. And Chandler told me you turned up after I left, so maybe I was the problem. Yes. You're you're intimidating. You're an intimidating person out there. <laughs> you are the only person who's ever said that. I, I think it was the... The fact of the matter that every time I got ready to hit, we had to take a selfie or do a, a live oh video. Or well, that's not mine. That's no, not on not me. you, not Brandon. You. We know who did I that. I respect you. That's my excuse. He, I was expecting him to come around the corner and not. <sighs> I respect you as an athlete and as a human, but you, you got a lot of excuses today. Fine. Okay. Anything else you want to rage about? Yes, actually, I do. So I, I've been sitting back. Some of y'all may have heard of Savannah Bananas. Uh, good, awesome baseball team. Uh, down in Savannah, Georgia. They have put on a great show. You have to get on a waiting list to get tickets, um, all this sort of stuff. So we, we knew we were going uh, down to Orlando. We were going to stop in Savannah and take my kids to see the Savannah Bananas. Plus, me and my wife just wanted to go. Tickets for July went on sale today, this morning, 10 o'clock. At like 10.02, they had sold out of all the tickets. Wow. Hold on. Mysteriously, at like 10.08, Somebody puts on StubHub all these freaking tickets that triple the freaking cost. Oh, man. So somebody goes in there, buys all the freaking tickets, comes in, raises the... It's probably the Savannah Bananas. Who knows? It's probably one. Of, it's probably their janitor or something. That's how he supplements his income. I don't know. <laughs> but ticket scalpers, come on, man. Jesus. I mean, just taking advantage, ruin it, ruining it for everybody. Because every game's a sellout, so they know they're going to sell the tickets, so it's not even a bad investment for them. Uh, good one from Mike P. After a player is drafted tonight, please stop showing every single terrible thing that has happened to him oh, in his life. God. It is it's, it's horrible. Family died in a tragic way season. Because you're going to hear about a lot of death tonight. Death or like in high school, he was caught with weed in his car or something like that. He had cancer. <laughs> Does that all not, this it is, but it's more about his mother dying when he was seven. Those are the stories ESPN loves. Negative, a lot just, of negativity. Just tell me his forty. Tell me his vertical leap, his shuttle, side to side movement, or whatever they do. Yeah, but his aunt got caught in a trash compactor. You don't want to hear about that. A trash compactor. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Small, funny. small little lady. She is. <laughs> She was a wee little woman. Yes. And got even wee smaller. Wee little woman. And we'll tell you how she got even smaller after this. Oh. Yeah. It's dark. It's oh, dark, folks. Yeah. Shirley, you got anything to rage about? Actually, I do. And it's not what you think, Brandon. Oh, man. I was hoping. <laughs> no, because that's, that's one Pandora's box I don't want to <laughs> open. If I am in a drive through line and the drive through line is long, okay, and there's at least three cars in front of you at the window. Okay, you've already placed your order. You are waiting to get your food. There are yep. three cars ahead of you. If the car in front of me moves ahead and I don't immediately move ahead, 
please, for the love of God, don't lay on your horn if you're sitting behind me because you're not going to get your food any faster than I will. Just because there is a one-car gap between me and the car in front of me, which, by the way, still hasn't gotten their food yet, me moving immediately after the other vehicle does not get your food any faster. I do have a question. Was has that person been able to order yet behind you? Yes, that okay. person All already right. ordered. Fair enough. Because and I am not pleased about that because I even laughed about it. I even laughed because I looked in my rearview mirror and laughed at him because I'm like, dude, you're not getting your food any faster by laying on the horn. I I don't use my horn in any circumstances. I'm not a horn guy. Shame. And my car has the weakest little wimpy Toyota. horn you've ever. Yes. God. My. Yes, I'm, I'm feel you. No, I got a Nissan. Same thing. That and the Volts. Oh my God, my wife's Volkswagen. Toot toot. Like I'm embarrassed to use my horn to be honest with you. God. But I will say, and this is not your circumstance, Shirley. But if there is a person who is not moving up the proper amount for me to go ahead and get my order in, that does peeve me. No, off. this, this person had already case, ordered. Yeah. Saw the car in front of me move, but I did not move. Yet, there were still several cars ahead of them getting food or, you know, not getting their food. Me moving or not moving does not change anything. And one more thing. Please, for the love of God, especially those of us who play adult softball. If you ask me to play a position that I haven't played in years and I tell you, hey, I haven't played this position in quite a long time I don't think I should play this position, but you play me in that position anyway, and I make a mistake. Don't look at me like you're upset with me because I missed a ball. That's on the coach. When I flat told you, do not put me there. This is the Byron Bell rule. Tony Dunn used to come in here every Friday and complain about Panthers tackle Byron Bell. (laughs) And I said, Tony, it's not his fault at this point. Find somebody else to put there. Stop blaming the guy. Quit putting him there. At, at that point, it's on the coach. It's on the GM. It's not on Shirley Rhodes. Just don't put me somewhere that I haven't played since middle school. That's all I ask. We got crickets over here. Chandler. A few minutes left. Chandler, you got anything? <clears throat> Non-sports related. But people that take their time turning right. Oh, a driving rage. You know, no, we turn right if, pretty good on a driving range. The ball just takes off that thing. <laughs> if I'm in my car and the car in front of me is all the way over there to that five points plaza sign over there and they're turning right, I shouldn't have to step on my brakes. I should be able to kind of cruise on by. If I have to slam on my brakes for you to turn right, make the turn. Make the turn. Use the, the signal. Turn. Make the turn. Damn. That yeah. little thing that goes blink, 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 why, blink, blink. Why use that too. When when you turn that turn signal on, turn or turn on red is perfectly okay. That here's that another thing too. Me, yeah, that takes me off right there. Now <laughs> I will say, you sit there on red. There's no there's you know you're at Fire Tower Memorial right there in front of Sam's Club. Yeah, there is nobody coming. There's like one person down there in Grifton at the creek. <laughs> what should they do? They, turn right. Turn. turn. Get out of my way. There's two lanes. Here's another thing. Big, loud trucks. Oh. BLTs? Big, loud trucks. Squatted trucks. That's illegal now, right? The, the should squatted be. Squatted cl- trucks it are, yes. Be. Yes. Squatted trucks. And, and they got the little ha- testicles hanging on them? 
those, yeah, those. With the big that's exhaust. Pretty, that's pretty funny. Um, but I couldn't pull it off. And then why does the exhaust or the you know the pipes on the truck? Why does it have to be so loud or where you just can hardly stand life? Why do you have to play your music as loud as possible? Chandler, how old are you? I'm 87 years old. <laughs> and, I'm uh, old and I hate trucks. <laughs> I just I, I can't stand it, man. Like. Damn! See, I, I was not one in I, high school. I, I hung out with the, uh, the the countryer crowd of my high school. Uh, I did not uh, get a lift. I did not put uh, very aggressive mud tires on my truck, and I did not get dual exhaust on my truck and run it straight from the engine and take out some of the stuff. But I see it. Uh, it's a it's a way of life in Eastern North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I call it the TWC. I will tell you during the break what that means. If there I was a Venn diagram, the wing. I got a guess. If there was a Venn diagram of people who had trucks like that and people who had wildly dark tint, that Venn diagram would be a circle. Uh, we are just about out of time. Interesting that Chandler had a car rage Interesting, today. It? Why did you not rage about... When one of our employees nearly died because of a drunk driver was driving on the wrong side of the highway. And I'm a bad person about that. Who said you were a bad person? You're literally making it seem like I'm a bad person. Okay, earlier... So why are you smirking and looking at... Oh, it's funny that Chandler had a driving issue. Because he whatever. almost died. Okay, and you're, I'm sorry. you're worried about hitting the brakes. I'm sorry that you almost died. I'm sorry. Thank you for apologizing. Like what? How, what does that have to do with me? Come up with your own rage. Stop. I did. I damn sure did. <laughs> I don't know if you did. I damn sure did. You saw that he almost died in a car, and then you God, said, oh, "I didn't yeah. see it." Oh, I got a problem I too. I had to tap the brakes today. Chandler's coming out here like Dusty Rose today. <laughs> oh no, I'm a bad person because I. Oh yeah, this guy almost got. And that's terrible. What happened? Why did you not mention it? Well, the, we had a bit planned earlier where you were going to do that, and then Clip was going to call you out and then go to me. I just raged. I'm just here to rage. And I'm a bad person because I don't even know. Nobody said you were a bad person. I'm raging Our because I'm being painted as hey, a bad person. Hey, hey, deep breaths, buddy. <laughs> Gosh right. darn it. Anybody else? You want to talk about draft picks or anything? Copy mine or copy Brandon's? PFF uh, sucks. Are you really saying I'm copying what? somebody's? I'm asking you a question. Answer it. Who's going to be the first draft? Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be funny. That's supposed to be funny. All right, Rage Room. You can uh, do your own raging with baseball bats and hit cars and do fun stuff over there. Go to angermgmtnc.com and where is this located in Greenville, Channel? It is right near the, it's walking distance from the Pirate Radio Studios. It's on Clark Street, right behind Pitt Street Brewery. Um, so yeah, it's right here in the middle of the heart of downtown Greenville. Um, so go out and check it out. Hopefully like, you can drive there without hitting the brakes too much. Oh, is, that is an issue. Like, you wanna, have you ever been in that situation where it takes someone forever to make a right turn? Of course. Okay. Very relatable. Bad. And yeah. you have to take a right and turn to get there. This is going to suck for you, man. I know. God. Yeah. I mean, no, it's like, not going to suck if you make the turn. <laughs> hey, man. That's pretty bad, but I hope nobody shows up anyway, in your lane sorry. driving straight towards you. CJ, please. Sometimes, I'm trying to tell people where this place is. Anti-rage on that subject. <laughs> Older people 
you know, we got grandparents to live around here. Some of us have, you know, older parents to live around here. They don't like turning across traffic. They turn right with traffic because it's safer. What if it was your great grandma? What's your great grandma? What was your grandma's name? My grandma. What did you call your grandma? Mima. I did too. So what if Mima was out there turning across the fire tower? You know what I turn? I say Mima. Mima. Make the damn turn! <laughs> Jeez. Die already! Whoa. She, she is dead. No. Oh. oh. Uh, trash compactor accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good way to wrap up this segment. Brandon, thanks for hanging out. Yes, sir. We'll see you later. Uh, Brandon Manning, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you need some insurance, do you do um, health insurance? I do. Blue Cross Do you do uh, life insurance? I do. Trash compactor accidents? Uh, Meemaw. Me, uh, Chandler just gunned down Mima on the road Good because Lord. she didn't take her right. Mima, help out. Uh, you can call Brandon Manning today. He'll help you out. 531-1812. Schedule a review and get a free quote. Take a time out. Come back. When we return, we'll talk NFL draft with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, right after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you. Fun Thursday edition on Pirate Radio Live. Troy D will be alongside in hour number five. And uh Hour five? <laughs> God, it's a long. Did we not tell you we're going to be here a while today, Shirley? We, I got a softball game tonight. I don't know what you guys are going to do. How about hour three at five o'clock? Okay, that'll that work. sound better. Yeah, we have a better. draft party to go to. Yeah, we do. We uh, will be talking draft. Had a couple of rage uh, draft related rages going on on Facebook Live. Susan Deans says my rage is the Panthers will draft someone stupid, and that fat head tongue hanging rule will act like this pick is the next best thing to the Super Bowl. So she's already down on the Panthers draft. Trey says, as a Cowboy fan, all of their draft picks uh, make me have a rage. Everybody hates their picks. That ain't even happened yet. Hasn't even happened. We'll see what happens I mean, tonight. You literally raged about the <laughs> Commanders pick. <laughs> about Washington drafting a receiver that probably won't work out. Let's talk some draft with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Jeff, good to talk with you again. Hadn't talked to you in a while. How you been, man? Doing good, Cliff. How are you? Doing good. Uh, Jeff Nadeau's been known to rage about Eagles uh, picks over the years, so he, he yeah. understands. All right, uh, Jeff, I've got a draft prop sheet uh, that I go I go to a uh, buddy's draft party every year. He does a great job putting together these props. So how about this? I'll just read a couple of these to you, to you and it'll be a way to uh, let people know what's going to happen in tonight's draft and also uh, talk some props. So I'll just uh, let's let's start here, Jeff. What uh, when will the first offensive player be drafted tonight in the NFL draft? Will it be picks one through three, pick number four, or picks five through ten? When do you think the first offensive player comes off the board? That's a great question. You know, I thought for a long time it was going to be Houston at three because 
And I think when I look at what they need, they obviously need a left or right tackle. So the kid out of NC State makes a lot of sense. Evan Neal makes a lot of sense. But then I'm starting to hear that, to me, I think they go corner, and I think they take Derek Stingley. They've made it clear they're pretty interested in him. I would say probably five, because I don't think the Jets are. Jets have a pick at 10, where I think they'll get a receiver then. But I think they go corner as well. I would say five. All right. Uh, how about this, Nadu? A lot of Panthers fans tune in. Chandler right here beside. Chandler, what do you you want? Do you want Malik Willis? Yeah, I've I've got I had that to your Twitter uh, question a while ago, but I mean I I don't mind getting that left tackle. I, I feel like you cannot go wrong with one of those three left tackles. Here are the options for the the pool I'm in, uh, Nadu. Uh, what do you think the Panthers do with the number six pick in the draft? Draft a quarterback is option one. Draft Evan Neal or Charles Cross is option two, so draft a tackle. And option three is any other result, including a trade. What's most likely amongst those scenarios, uh, big man? Well, if it was me, I would take a quarterback. Absolutely. Because when you look up and down this depth chart, there's a lot of talent. This is a great defensive team. They had a great defensive draft last year and the year before. They have decent receivers. They have a damn good running back, one of the best in the entire league. I mean, but you look at the main problem, quarterback position we all know deep down sam darnold's not the quarterback of the future here we know pj walker's not the quarterback of the future if i were them i would take malik willis that would be the pick i would make what i think they ultimately do i think they probably go safe and take i think that the giants either take cross or neil and i think whoever they don't take the panthers will take i will go quarterback but again i'm a little uh, nuts when it comes to this stuff so well, I think there's a, a lot of Panthers fans, Chandler included, that uh, would agree with that take. Absolutely. Big man wants the quarterback, but you could likely see yourselves taking a uh, tackle. So on that note, let's say Carolina passes. Uh, th- here's one, big man. Which team will draft a quarterback first in this year's draft? Your options are Carolina, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, or any other team. So you got four options there. Now, Carolina's first up, but, of course, your team could make a trade, slide in, whatever. So, Steelers, Saints, Panthers, or any other team, Jeff, who uh, drafts the first quarterback? You know, I'm hoping it's the Panthers because I think if they take a quarterback, it'd be Willis. And I have a prop where I bet uh, Icky's the first offensive lineman and Willis the first quarterback. Now, hmm. if they don't take him, um, I think the next – you know, I think I think for me, I don't think New Orleans will. I think they'll take a receiver. I, I would say Pittsburgh. I think it's a lock that Pittsburgh takes a quarterback. I've talked for years about their inability to draft a quarterback and have a capable replacement for Ben Roethlisberger. I feel like they like Kenny Pickett. I feel like Willis is likely off the board. So, yeah, I, I would say if, if you made me bet it, I think Carolina is going to take a quarterback. I really do. I think he's going to listen to the fans. I think he knows that deep down he needs to get the next great quarterback there. Look at all the quarterbacks in the division. I mean, you have quarterbacks up and down, Tom Brady and so many great. And, again, to win in this league, you have to have a quarterback, and it's so damn hard. I like Malik Willis. He had a great pro day. Um, I think he would be the guy. I'll go I'll go Panthers. Big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, joining us, running over some prop bets. Jeff, there's one about the order of receivers taken, and – kind of convoluted if you can't read it so i won't try to explain it to you but the the receivers include uh garrett wilson drake london and jameson williams i mean you can throw Alave in there i'll just ask you this who's your uh your top guy who are you, who's your top receiver in this draft 
that's a great question. Uh, you know, I think they're all really solid. If you made me pick the best receiver in this draft, I think fully healthy. I believe that ultimately I think Traylon Burks is going to be the best receiver out of all these kids. But I think on paper, I would think Jamison Williams is the guy. I think Jamison Williams would be a, a top seven or eight pick if he were fully healthy and didn't have that ACL tear. Um, but I don't think you can go wrong with a lot of these guys. I mean, Drake London's interesting because he's, you know, 6'4". He's a guy who can go up and get the football, and, you know, he's going to be able to create a separation just because he's bigger than everybody else. It's funny because here in Philadelphia, we've heard a lot about Drake London, and I'm interested in Drake London just because they need a big receiver. But we had thoughts of Arcega Whiteside, who was huge as well coming out of Stanford, and he yeah. was a complete mess here. So, yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with a lot of these guys. I love Garrett Wilson. I love all the kids, to be honest, at receiver. I think you could see seven or eight receivers in the first round. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Big man Eagles uh, have, what, a couple picks, right? 15 and 18, yeah. And receiver, you think, going to be one of those? What do you think they, uh, the Eagles end up with after tonight's first round? I think their big board, if you ask them right now, their big board would say Jamison Williams is number one. If he's at 15, they're going to take him. I think they also like Jordan Davis, but I have a feeling Baltimore will take him right before them. I think they want Williams, and they're going to hope that he's there. Now, whether they believe they're going to have to trade up to do it, I don't know. I would prefer they stand pat. They've already traded one pick away in the first round. They need to make both picks. They have holes in this team, a receiver. They have holes at corner. They have holes at defensive end, defensive tackle, linebacker. They have all sorts of picks they need to make. I don't want to see them trade these picks away. But I think if Jamison Williams is there at 15, I'll tell you another thing. There's a lot of talk recently that, Kyle Hamilton's falling in this draft. Look, Kyle Hamilton would be the best-case scenario for them. If he's there at 15, they'd absolutely take him. I would say it's either Kyle Hamilton or if he's gone and Jameson Williams is there, they'll take him. From what I'm reading, Jeff, and I like Kyle Hamilton and uh, would not be upset if he is Washington's pick at 11, but sounds like to me they're going receiver. Is that what you think Washington does uh, eventually? Yeah, I think it's been abundantly clear that to win in this league, you have to have playmakers. We've seen what teams like, you know, the Chiefs have done, and and, and the Rams last year. Rams and Rams, yeah, for sure. So you have to go out and get receivers and get playmakers. And you know, Washington isn't that far off either. I don't feel like. So I will say this though: with the Eagles' next pick at eighteen, I would, I'd be over the hill if they went and got the kid Kyle Lafitas out of Purdue. I. I truly believe, Clip, he's going to be the best pass rusher in this draft. I think he's fallen. I think he's a terrific pass rusher. He reminds me a lot of J.J. Watt, and I'm not just saying that. He has a crazy motor um, off, the, off the edge. He's a, he's a problem. I don't know why he's fallen. Um, I think he'll ultimately be one of the better players in this draft. Uh, Jeff, the odds for or the over-under for the total for uh, quarterbacks taken in the first round on this prop sheet is two and a half. So, Willis, the the Steelers, uh, you say, are going to make a pick. Is there a late one here? Uh, does Ritter slide into the first round? Do you think there's over two and a half in the first round tonight? You know, I'm always I'm always bullish on taking the over in whatever the quarterback market is. If it's two and a half, I'm always bullish on going over just because, look, I think Pickett and Willis are, are, are sure things. I'm starting to hear that Ritter and Seattle, they're, they're starting to talk a lot about that. And I get a weird feeling he slides into this draft. There's a lot of great Cincinnati players in this draft, from Ahmad Gardner to Ritter to Kobe Bryant to Brian Cook. I mean, this 
Alex Pierce. There's a lot of great players from that school in this draft. I think Ritter could find a way to slide in. Um, I don't think Corral is a first-round pick. Um, I would be bullish on over, but I don't think there's a ton of value on it, quite frankly. I would look. I would look elsewhere. And here's one. This is tough to predict, Jeff, but if you go by a pass draft, so 13 for, uh, first round trades in 18, nine in 2019. Uh, looks like six last year in the first round. So on the prop sheet, it says how many uh, trades will there be made in the first round for current first round picks? One to four, five or five or six, or seven or more. If you had to take a stab at that one, uh, what do you think about trades tonight? Well, I think judging by the last couple of years, I would go over. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of them. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise I mean, People want in the first round because the thing in this draft, it's really interesting how many. I think the first 15 players in this draft is really good. And then it's, you know, like any other draft, it's more of a crapshoot. So I'm always bullish there on trades as well, just because. You know, there, and there's also you know, players like Baker Mayfield that, that are on the block, and you know, I'm sure the Eagles will, will listen to some moves, maybe move up or move back. So you also have a, a lot of teams that have multiple picks in this draft, so they may look to move back and gain something, you know. Big man on canvas, Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, uh, here's a prop, uh, Chandler. What will Jeff be ranting about tonight more, the Eagles draft or the 76ers? Mm-hmm. Big man, you got any insight on that one? Well, it's funny. I did a baseball show earlier, and I said this has the potential to be a truly disastrous day here. Um, as far as you know, you look at you know the Phillies. Um, they won today, so I guess it's starting out good. Uh, but yeah, the Sixers have the ability, and they're on the precipice of blowing a three nothing lead. And I got to tell you, I think they do do. I think they do blow it tonight. I think the Raptors win this game tonight, and we get a game seven on Saturday mm. in Philadelphia. How much pressure on Doc and the Sixers if that that's going to be a weird mood in that building if that does happen? I'll tell you what, I, I um, I'm I'm fascinated by it just because weirdly enough, I actually picked against the Sixers in this uh, first round, and I looked real stupid in the first couple of games, but I, I could look like an absolute genius. <laughs> uh, I think I'll be I'll be I'm not really I expect them to blow it. So the Eagles, I'm feverishly excited, and I know always that they'll do something to screw it up. So I would say. I'm going to rant more about the Eagles. There you go. Uh, big man, uh, before we let you go, uh, you got a favorite prop. You mentioned one, uh, including Willis and a lineman uh, that you, you parlayed together. What, what's your favorite uh, prop or two for tonight? Yeah, you know, I um, I didn't go crazy in the prop market tonight. I did take, I think, to me, I'm, I'm really high on that, uh, that one I discussed earlier with uh, Icky going first, offensive lineman, and Willis is the first quarterback. I'll say one that I'm real high on. Jets select the cornerback first. I think it's um, I I think it's a foregone conclusion that they take Gardner if he's there. I mean, like I said, they have a top ten pick as well after that, so I feel like Gardner's got to be the pick there. Um, so I think a plus two eighty five. That's pretty interesting. Uh, total receivers taken over six and a half looks good. And I did the exact uh, top three: Trevon uh, Walker, Aiden Hutchinson, Derek Stingley. I think the Houston Texans are very high on Stingley. Jeff, great to hear your voice again, man. Appreciate you joining us today, and uh, maybe we'll reconvene sometime this summer, talk some college football futures, win totals, things like that, but uh, anything we need to know about what you got going on these days? You know, just doing my thing, Clip. Uh, Nothing crazy. Just doing my uh, different shows and 
try to have a good time in the summer here. We'll be back to football here before we know it. Time goes fast anymore. I was thinking the other day, I mean, it's about to be May. The fight I had was almost six months ago. Hmm. It was yesterday. So yeah. Time goes quick. It does. Big man, uh, have a good night. Hey, it could go great tonight for, for Philly sports fans. You get the guys you want and the Sixers win, or like you said, could be a complete disaster. So we'll see. But you know what? I'll, I'll tell you one better. It's good to hear your voice. So if you need me tomorrow, you want me to talk more draft this <laughs> week, you call me. You're the one person I like to talk to. Ah, oh, man, you're the best and they do. How about that? Jeff, uh, enjoy the bud. We'll uh, catch up with you down the road, man. Clip, one thing before I go. Can I yeah. say one thing about yeah, the yeah. yeah. So I'm here with a lady friend of mine, and she was listening to the radio, right? She was listening to all the stuff that you advertise, and she was telling me how she needs this and she needs that. And I said, well, we should go down to Greenville. They seem to have everything you need. So maybe we'll make a trip down there. One-stop shopping, big man. Great food, great uh, businesses. It's all here in Greenville, North Carolina, man. Love it. <laughs> all right, bud. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Let's talk to you. The BMOC. Uh, good insight on the draft tonight, and when you're doing this sheet, uh, Chandler, this is your first time going to this uh, draft party. It's, it's the first time I'm going to uh, this draft, this particular draft party. It's the first time that I've filled out a prop sheet for a draft. You said earlier today, I don't know if you were stressed, because this is all about fun at the end, but you said you felt like you were doing homework and you didn't know any of the source material, and uh, it's a bit of a headache. Yeah. Uh, also, when you're filling these out, you got to go by are you going by what you want to happen or what you think is going to happen what i think is going to happen because that like so what did you do for what would the carolina panthers do with the sixth pick what did you say i went draft a quarterback so you think you still think there's a there's a chance they go qb i think so i i think that they'll go quarterback and that when i say quarterback i think it's 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 either going to be Pickett or it's going to be willis that feels like the almost brave bold move as jeff said i agree with them like the easy safe move is just taking one of these potentially can't miss tackles right that's what i've been saying i, I you know you're kind of taking a risk on these quarterbacks because they, they have talent they're young guys and you want to develop those guys but i feel like you cannot miss out on either of these tackles whether it's the okinwu from nc state you have the charles cross guy from mississippi state or the guy that I think is the most athletic tackle out of all three, Evan Neal from Alabama, the, the All-American. So you cannot go wrong with e- any of those tackles there. So I think the safe spot, the safe pick, would be going for one of those left tackles instead of going for a quarterback. It's going to be fascinating to see uh, what happens tonight in the NFL draft. Let's uh, take a timeout. We'll come back. One more segment to go here in hour number two. I'll read uh, our poll for today. Who's your favorite NFL team? Who do you want them to draft tonight? And what pirate of all time would you like to see added to your NFL roster? Our buddy Halftime Steve, uh, Steve Fuller, said it pisses me off when I'm in the drive through lane and all the cars pull up and there's one idiot just sitting there. And I said, Steve, did you honk the horn at Shirley Rhodes? And he said, I'm scared to. That's the right attitude to have, Steve. That's right. Don't don't hit that horn. We'll uh, take it. Don't touch that dial. We'll come back and have more after this. Radio.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 55,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. More ECU basketball news. Stephen Igo tweeting this out 44 minutes ago. East Carolina has announced its seventh signee of the day. How about this? The Pirates have signed the Los Angeles Player of the Year, Kaleeb LeCount from King Drew. He averaged 33.5 points per game this past season. Alex adds that he is a big time on a big time AAU team. The Compton Magic has dozens of NBA alums. Great connection to have. How in the world did we get this guy? He's 5'8. So he was overlooked by a lot of teams because of his size. Mike Schwartz is on a roll with all these signees, and I say don't stop. LeCount. <laughs> yeah, you're getting nothing for that. No, nothing at all. I wish I had a did cricket get, sound. Did you like that? I liked it pretty good. Pretty good. Well, too bad that our producers in there didn't. Uh, I'm going, is it Caleb or Kaleeb? K-A-L-I-B. Kaleeb. Kaleeb. Um. It, well, you could pronounce Word. it either way. This must be. This has got to be the toughest like pronunciations of yeah. like signees I have ever seen. You got Debounje. Yeah, probably is Caleb. I don't know though. It could be Kaleeb. We'll find out one day. Speaking of uh, ECU basketball, former player uh, Tremont Robinson White just tweeted out just a little while ago. Um. Whoops. Let's see Wait. if I can find it. Um, he claims he has. He says, uh, "Blessed to have signed my first contract," and it's a picture of him signing a piece of paper. And he has the it's a, like a sheet of notebook paper. Uh, I, well, it looks like some sort of piece of paper on top of a folder. Okay. But in his tweet, he has an emoji of the Czech Republic flag. Okay. So it's a little pro ball. I'm thinking pro ball overseas. Good for him. If you can get paid to do it, go do it. Happy for Tremont. I uh, love that he went with the, as Billy Weaver said, Walter Payton uh, look last year with the headband and the hair coming out. Uh, Tremont was a good player. He was uh, He's a good kid. Probably, thanks, uh, underappreciated last year. Struggled offensively at times. Uh, if he could just develop a consistent outside shot, I was going to say, he would be so valuable because he plays his tail off defensively. How many tips? And oh my steals god, did he so have many! And he was so uh, he was such an advantage defensively for this pirate basketball team. He would have been a great fit on this Mike Schwartz uh, program as well. But yeah, there were so many times last year where he uh, interrupted passes, whether that was you know just putting a hand on it, putting an arm on it, or kind of picking somebody's pocket. He was just very um, he was an awesome defensive player for ECU and also he kind of drawed a lot of attention when he would drive to the basket and kick it out to other people from beyond the arc but it's exactly what you said Clip. kind of wish he had a better outside shooting uh, percentage 
but there's a lot to improve and congratulations on Tremont Robinson White on the sign of the contract and getting paid to play basketball now. I tell you what, I about to tweet it. This might be my new guy. This little five eight guy. I, I shouldn't get excited about anything in life generally, but especially ECU basketball. You like that he's five eight. Five eight, thirty three points a game. I I think this could be the diamond in the rough. This could be the guy. This might be my new guy. I, am I ready to give my heart to somebody? Don't let this be a rebound. <laughs> Don't let this be a rebound. Well, he's five eight. He probably didn't get a lot of rebounds. So nah. he's not a rebound guy. So that was he's pun. not my rebound guy. Yeah. I, I want up. him to be the guy. No, I'm saying don't let him be like a rebound. I know that. And I said he's small. I added on to the joke and said he's small and doesn't get a lot of rebounds. And for that reason, he is not a rebound guy. Dummy, I was playing off your line. Let me tell you something. How did you not let me get tell that? You something. I got it. Well, why did you say what you said? Because I, I don't want it to be a rebound. I don't want you to get your heart broken like you did with Brandon Suggs. I got that. I'm looking after you. I understand. And we this had... is no time to joke. Hey, Shirley. Hi. I'm scared. No, I'm just letting them get I'm it I'm looking out. out for you because I, I love you. I understand. I got the joke. I don't want you to. And then I added my own. Why did you go back to the original? You got mo- to keep going. I don't know, man. I just don't want to see you get your heart broken again. Okay. I looked up some of the uh, recent alumni of the Compton Magic, and one of them is Evan Mobley, a rising star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Great player at USC. How did this guy... Oh, he's going to transfer to some Pac-12 school in a couple years. But It's, it's definitely Enjoy him thing. while he's here, folks. Enjoy the good times. Like Chandler and I are having a great time in here right now. Oh, by the way, I meant to apologize and make everything okay. I apologize. Hey, no problem. I apologize for the way I acted a moment ago. No, it's fine. <coughs> All right, we're good. Um. Oh, yeah, I need to read some tweets, so I need to stop doing this new guy tweet. I think he's going to be my new guy, though. Uh, let's look at... <laughs> don't say anything. I'm sorry. Don't say a word. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Steve Allen is a Commanders fan. He wants the team to draft Hamilton... And he wants his player to be added to uh, from the Pirates, Jeff Blake. I had those same two top answers, Commanders, Hamilton, and I was down to Blake or Gerard because Carson Wentz is not my guy. Not my new guy. Not, not the guy. You're not my guy. So I wanted a quarterback. I went with Gerard. Uh, Steve goes with Blake. The other Steve, Steve Hill, also a Commanders fan, wants Hamilton and would like to add Chris Johnson to mm. the stable. That would be fun. Um... There was an interesting answer here <coughs> from a Falcons fan that I cannot find at the moment, but he wanted uh, for the Pirate, he wanted to add to the... Oh, here it is, Alex. He wants Jordan Davis or a receiver tonight. For the Pirate, all time he would like to have on the Falcons, he said, Justin Hardy, but actually let him play this time. So let's run it back with Justin Hardy but this time, put him on the field. When he was on the field, I feel like he made some good plays. I feel like his production to plays ran ratio was pretty high in Atlanta. I remember when he was drafted, it was right. I thought Washington was going to get him. We were we were in a round and at a time where I knew we were going receiver, and we did. We got Jamison Crowder from Duke, 
and I want to say that was right before Hardy, like a pick or two before the Falcons went Hardy at the time. It was the same thing with the Panthers when Zay Jones was being drafted. We had the pick, and Zay Jones was still in the (coughs) board. A wide receiver was uh, a part of the needs for the Panthers that year, and I was so um, excited because I thought we were going to get Zay there with that pick, and um, he ended up being drafted, I think, either right before us. No. Was he on the board? He was either right before us or he we skipped over him and he was picked like a couple of picks after us. But he was right around that wheelhouse for the Panthers to get a former Pirate. Uh, Mike P says, if this 5'8 guy has one good game, I'm all in on him being the new guy. Nice. I said it earlier in the show with Jeff Charles. Love rooting for the little guy, Allen Iverson, because I brought up John Morant. Oh, my God. Could you imagine this guy like hitting a corner three and just stepping over? And you know, us being that? almost uh, passing out. And uh, reaching our arms out and, and getting doing, fives. And doing the Brandon Johnson point. You remember the game where yeah. Brandon Johnson would just point? Yeah. And instead of doing the he's too small taunt, yeah. he does the he's too tall to garbage. I'm too big. <laughs> he can't hang with me. I love this guy already. Don't know how to say his name. Love him. Favorite player. Love that dude. Dale is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, raised a fan by his mama. Mama. He wants to trade up for an edge like Jermaine Johnson or stay where they at and take a receiver like Chris Olave. Can never have too much receivers if you're Kansas City. They So Tyreek Hill out. Who'd they bring in? CJ Chandler. Juju. Help me out. Thank Juju you. Juju Smith's shoe style. Well done. And uh, he says he'd like to see Chris Johnson added to the Chiefs. That'd be pretty dangerous to have CJ in the backfield. Uh, Adam is a Steelers fan. He wants Devin Lloyd with the pick. And he wants uh, what pirate would he like Linville Joseph to add to the run stopper? Do the Steelers still run a three four? I think so. Have y'all him, still have uh, Casey Hayward? Yeah, yeah. Y'all still have Kevin er, Green? Cam. Wow. Do y'all still, Dude, <laughs> that's naming all. Do y'all that, still have Levon Kirkland? Kevin Green was not a good one. Why not? He's dead. Mm. I was rest in peace, Kevin Green. The, Chandler, are you talking about Cam Hayward? Did I say Casey Hayward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I meant yeah. Cam Hayward. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like he's been there forever. He is. He's like 33, 34. Huh. And he, I, he's been a Steeler his whole career? I believe so. Hmm. But no, I think a Linville Joseph right there as a nose guard? That would be Good crazy. luck. Good luck getting through all that. Mm. Redbeard says the 5'8 guy is the next transfer candidate after a great season next season once he gets noticed on the farm team Pirates. No crap, Redbeard. But why, I mean... I already said that. I didn't say it as negative as you said it. But those uh that's what we live in. That's the reality of the situation, unfortunately. But he right now he's our guy. Enjoy it while he's here. That's all I can say. Five eight. I'm excited. Our guy. Thirty three points a game. You can uh, Compton Magic. Now we're gonna look out on him. That's pretty good. We'll take a Surely. Break. Nope. It wasn't that good. Surely. Certainly. What? Dang. Because that's the second time you've used that joke. No, it's not. It's a different joke. Same but premise. Like, same premise. I, I like it, Chandler. That, that one's for me. Thanks, buddy. And Mike. Now, P. five minutes ago, we wanted to kill each other. Yeah. But hey, look how things change. I know. I you got to be able to move on. You got to be able to roll with the punches. Now, this new guy for ECU, now that might be his guy. But this right here. This is my guy. All right. This is my guy. Charlie, please break now. 
Troy D joins us hour three. We'll have a giveaway and more on Pirate Radio Live on a Weird Thursday show. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Domino's of Greenville has three locations to take care of you. Take advantage of the week-long carryout deal of all three topping pieces for only $7.99. Order online today at dominoes.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome back into the program. Wild show today. It's been crazy. And it's now uh, Dad's here. The most mature so, Dad, member of Pirate Radio, Troy that, D. That's here. how you know I'm getting older. <laughs> but I'm, I'm the senior statesman around here yeah. now. We're going to yeah. clean up our act with Troy I, D. I used to be you guys. Now I'm like, settle down, fellas. <sighs> Don't Shirley, embarrass me. Yeah, even Shirley was acting immature earlier in the show. Uh, CJ Schaefer, Chan Man's here, Troy D. Troy, how you doing? Doing good. Good to see you. Uh, very nice weather day today, by the way, as we ease into uh, getting close to a weekend here. He's you know, these Thursdays, as, as we get into summer, kind of Thursday evenings kind of turn into the new Fridays. I was going to say, and we're, we are getting close to summertime. And Troy, by the way, I told you this last week, and I don't give compliments to you a lot, but I told you this last week at the Raleigh's Army Tournament. It's true, tournament, you don't. You look, you look great. You look like you're getting into summer shape. Well, and by the way, I know it. summer is near because there is no undershirt below the button up i noticed you were very observant i gotta tell you today well this week was the first week i uh, wore a couple shirts without the undershirt now usually the undershirt it's multi-purpose winter time it's a little cooler um sometimes it just feels better if you feel like you're going to be in a situation where you might sweat you know you don't show sweat marks if you have an undershirt uh but now as we ease into summer it's kind of my you know i started this i think last year yeah going into a shirt and i kind of liked it and uh, it's back, baby. I'm used to it Just, now because I remember last year, the first time you did it, it, it did look strange because it's like, whoa, we, we're, there's like Beach Troy there. Yeah. Yeah. But that, and you've already a got while, a tan going and I, I, it's, yeah. it's not officially summer yet. Natural. It is all natural. Yes. All natural. I can't say that in the past there hasn't been some assistance. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Appreciate that. Currently, all natural. All right. I was at the beach this beach week. Tan. I was at the beach this weekend. And I uh, was exercising outside before, and uh, some this week. And I've had a chance just to get some good old-fashioned vitamin D from our friend, the sun. And uh, working on the base, because Memorial Day will be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. That is really the, uh, the kickoff to summer for me, guys. Memorial Day weekend is really... Man, I, all right, I got to get in shape by then. I got to get tanned by then. I got to get my head right by then. Mind, body, soul by Memorial Day weekend is my goal. I like that goal. I think this year, uh, maybe more than any, you have done a good job of putting in the pre-work for that, Troy. I, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I'm like trying, January through April. I have been working out more. I've been trying to eat better. Yeah. 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 And a lot of times, like you guys, it's it's hard because, you know, people will bring us stuff here to the studio at times. You guys might bring in stuff. Uh, you know, occasionally there'll be like donuts and stuff back here. Actually, I think a month ago we had like a, someone brought donuts 
and I actually did not eat one for the first time. Yeah. Not saying I won't ever eat one again. I was just that took a lot of willpower for willpower me. Willpower was the word yeah. I was gonna yeah. go for. And that. I'm not always good at that. But I, I feel a sense of urgency now as we get ready to go into May. Can you believe? It's Can May. you imagine? There we go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying this weekend I think is May first, right? Uh Sunday, you Sunday, okay? Sunday. Look like you had a seizure there. Right? I dropped my pen. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. Chandler, would you be a gentleman? No, I don't want him right here. Mr. Brock's pen. Are you, I don't sh- need, are you sure? I don't no, need my pen. Just help him. No. Along. Don't go underneath of his legs. Just go to the side and help him get his pen. Because I know how to distract. Clip, I'm a pen guy too. And even if I don't use it, I need it in my hand. Excuse me, sir. So, oh my God. Be what? nice about it, Chandler. Don't start an incident. Where is it? Oh, oh here, I I'm going to help you. you. I, got, I, got, I got it. Here, hold on. Look at it. There. There you go. All right. Thank you, guys. There you go. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, I know how it is without a pen. All right. So, all right I got my safety track. blanket back. No, I wanted uh, to look. I can't uh, believe it's May. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally this weekend. And it's the. Oh, never mind. Birthday month? Nah. Oh. Not for me. Let's go around. Do you know when our birthdays are, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> you walk right into that one, buddy. You walk right into that one. I mean, I got to be honest. I don't, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, don't it's know. not like I've worked with you guys that long. I mean, come on. <laughs> how, how am I supposed to keep track of stuff like that? Yeah, I am point. terrible about stuff like that. And honestly, I, I think a lot well. of people are. And if it wasn't for Facebook, yeah. with the reminders of, hey, it's such and such birthday. Like even like people, I'm good for. I'm like, oh wow, that's their, your birthday today. And, you know. Speaking of uh, birthdays and Facebook, thank you Facebook for letting me know that it was John Moody's birthday yesterday. P1 listener. Yep. We appreciate his support and uh, laughs throughout the years. Happy birthday, John. Been very loyal. That uh, that Facebook. That's one thing Facebook is good for. If you if you log on and you see today's birthdays yeah. are. And it's a great reminder. I don't check it every day, and then no, I, I don't feel. Either. But then I the days I don't check. Because it'll scroll. It'll give you the days today. Like I saw, like Mark Wharton's birthday was today. Former Pirate Club director yeah. from many years ago. Like, Where is he now? Uh, he's now the athletic director at like UT Chattanooga or something, isn't it? I'll look it up. I think it's UT Chattanooga. Okay. I believe he is the, the Mox mm-hmm. yeah, athletic director, right. yep. if memory serves me correctly. But um, then I'll, it'll say people's birthday a day ago, two days. I'm like, oh, man, they're like a good friend of mine. I forgot to wish him a happy birthday. So in that case. And then I, I will go then happy belated you birthday. You go with the happy belated? I do. Yeah, okay. if, I, if there's someone I'm close to, yes. Okay. But not you can't like – look, just because you're connected with someone on Facebook doesn't mean they're like – no, I, I know I, thousands of people, or yeah. um, can, but that doesn't mean I'm friends with. I mean, them. that'd be a full time job wishing uh, everybody happy birthday correct. on your Facebook. So I just kind of pick and choose the people that like I'm, you know, really friends with. And now them. you know if you made the cut, you're <laughs> well, important to Troy. I probably shouldn't have said that. You're out. And sometimes I just forget, and sometimes I go a week without even checking it. And if you're really important in his life, he'll, he'll get buy something. himself a gift True. on your birthday. That's like right. He does for Shirley. That's right. So did you? I, I should get you something nice for me this year, Cliff. I just want you to think about it. I will absolutely think about it. Give me that thought. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Yours is summertime. Well, some people consider November the summer. (laughs) Damn it. We've had some hot Novembers in the past. I I had no clue when your birthday was. You busted me right there. Great guess. I was totally. You said it with fake confidence. I I know it's Ellerby that's in August. All right. Um, You, You should probably just stop now. Yeah. But I was thinking yours was summertime. Nah. I was like, all right, I'm going to go with it. 
I got a great birthday the day after Halloween, football season. November 1st. November 1st. Oh, right. November 1st. That's uh, an easy one to remember. I'm a, I'll probably remember it now. It's an easy one to well, remember. Now that you've given me a hint like that, Halloween. So now when I think of you, I'll think of Halloween. Okay. There's the Clip Brock mask. Oh, his birthday's the next day. We'll revisit this in a few months and see how it I, I will Now that you've given me a trigger like that, I will remember that. That's how my brain works. I'm gonna I need something on, to... I'm going to come in on Halloween. It's Halloween, Troy. You know what that means. It'll be your birthday before you know it, Clip. Yeah, right. Just, no, I, I will remember this now. All right. We'll see. There's certain... Th- it's weird how your brain remembers stuff, but if I have something it's linked to, that will trigger me to remember Clip Brock's birthday. Okay, Troy. <laughs> when is my birthday? Oh, no. I don't know. We dealt with this a few months ago, Shirley. Mm-hmm. So it was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'd have to check my Facebook <laughs> notifications to get the exact date. You this should go was... back and check your receipts for stuff that you buy. <laughs> hey, that and purple say, shirt that you got in. Yeah. You got and that a... tablecloth shirt that you bought down yeah. in Orlando. May I say December 19th? Crap. For Shirley? <laughs> Are you it, saying December 19th is my birthday? It's is in that De- what you... It's in December, right? I was thinking warmer. No. no it just happened not too long ago. The no, whole my birthday's not in December. When is it, Shirley? It's October 13th. Oh. Hmm. Sorry. You're way off. Wow. December 19th is my grandmother's birthday. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I'm your grandmother now? No, nah, I just get y'all mixed up. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Grandma Shirley. <laughs> I love you, Shirley. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out this door today. I'm not gonna go that door. All right, uh, Troy D. Not much going on. Oh, on Robert our... did remind me it was at it was an airport buy. Oh yeah, in Orlando. That's right. I did. I bought it at the uh, what was that store? It was a store that is famous for oh Johnson and Murphy. I got hooked in that damn store again. I had time to kill in the Orlando airport when we went to the UCF game, and they had like a buy one get one fifty percent off. And uh, I had it shipped back, and it came on the day of Shirley's birthday. That's right. And God, you, Robert has and Robert and you did it live on the show. You did a live <laughs> unboxing in her face. Robert Matthews, great recall. He has a better memory on this than I did. His shirt cost more than what I got for my birthday, which was a bag of pretzels. <laughs> I did go get you something. Though. There is a lot of P1 listeners that help us remember the I know, things we that have happened the best in our lives. P1 listeners around, yeah. honestly. They're very good at that. Very good. Of filling in the voids that we can't remember. Which, as we get older, Clip, are going to be more and more. Well, Troy, we've got some new guys on the basketball roster for you to forget about. As you say new guys, you mean like a whole new team. Uh, Seven. Yeah. That's a pretty big class. Well, there's your starting five, plus two bench players that could sub in. Uh, Don't discount Felton and Johnson and Small quite yet. Or Luigi. But uh, Who who do you think is going to play more? These new guys or the existing guys? Well, I just named a few that are definitely going to play. I don't I know. I haven't seen these. Play guys. more. I just, I'm just guessing. I think these new guys are coming in. But and, you don't know that. It's like a, it's like a new program. I, you hope they're. I'm better. hoping it's like blue chips here. Go ahead. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying. Go with I'm, your joke. No, I'm not saying it. Clip. That's that Why was not? an off the record joke. Why not? Because it was inappropriate. I'm I don't think so. It was just a joke. You don't know if these guys are good or not. I think you I, can use them. You just hope that they're not what. I said I sure hope, and I have no idea how good these guys are. Right. I would love these guys to be awesome, like blue chips. And I just said during the break. Get ready, Shirley. <laughs> I hope this is more like blue chips and not closer to potato chips. Hey-oh! Hey-oh! 
<laughs> yeah, it's fine to say. I, I know. I'm going for blue chips is my point. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Chip. I just hope we're not eating paint chips trying to while we watch this team play. <laughs> hey! <laughs> way to layer it right there. That's, that is how teamwork happens right there. If the basketball team doesn't like that, we're going to win a lot of games. Uh, Troy, how about, and I set it up like this the first time. Let me find it real quick. We got the Los Angeles Player of the Year. We got a kid oh. that averaged 33 points a game. Oh, he's got to be like a center. We got a kid that is on up clip. an AAU team called the Compton Magic, which has dozens of NBA players. When I think of the Magic, I think of like Dwight Howard, a big, tall guy. Why did we get this guy? Because he's 5'8". Oh. Slipped through the cracks, literally. But... <laughs> That's the kind of guy we got it. We got you got to take a, a chance on a guy that's off the radar. Guess who else averaged thirty plus points and was a good guard? Tristan Newton. Yeah, but he went under recruited. Other teams overlook him. Yeah, he gets a chance to be a star a here. Diamond in the rough. So yeah, like, I'm, point I mean, guards don't have to be tall. No, I think I, I'm some ex- of the best point guards are short. I'm going Troy D on this guy. I'm already excited. About wow, him. I think he's going to be a player. You're fired up. I like the I like a little guy. That is he a, is he our Muggsy Bugs? Yeah, he's our Spud. He's our Muggsy. Yeah. He's our he's our little guy. Five eight. And so he's I probably like, actually five six. I like it. Guess who our best player on offense was last year in football? Tyler Sneed. Exactly. What's he? Five seven. Maybe five seven on a half. good day. Yeah. We need to get Luigi, uh like putting his arm on top of LeCount. like Manu Bowl and uh, and Muggsy. Exactly. Back in the day. Yep. Yeah. I like it. You showed me some video of him. Looked pretty good. <laughs> well, he was playing against your twins. But, well, you know. <laughs> you know, he looked pretty good. Other than that. Uh, so, yeah, seven new Pirates added today. Mike Schwartz, it, I'll say this. Is that it, the most ever announced at one time? I know Julie's rolled over the roster at times, but have they ever announced uh, seven no, at one time? Well, that one or, year, they, we have they really got rid of everybody but Jane Carter. That's right. Yeah. So, I'm assuming there was more that year. But I just I don't remember. Did they announce it all at once like this? It's yeah, cool how I they think they that. try to do okay. it like that. I just remember like five people before. Like, I, this seems like a lot. Yeah, but we need them. We need bodies. I'm gonna say that year that they had where Jaden was doing the Will Smith meme, look the Fresh Prince meme, looking around the room at an empty room. Yeah, uh, he was literally the only guy back. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mike Schwartz, again, we don't know how good these guys are going to be, but he's been working. He's been putting in the work. So I'll give him credit for that. Uh, you okay? I just noticed in the feed, you look like you were having a seizure over there. No. Oh. Uh, saw a funny, funny comment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it related to this show? Yes. Oh, good. You want to share it? Kitty Curlins. Pee Wee Pirate? Yeah. That tickled you a little bit? Yeah, it did. But then I thought of like. <laughs> <laughs> then I thought of like, hey, if basketball doesn't work out, he can be our mascot, be Pee Wee the Pirate. <laughs> God, that is bad. That is so dumb, but it's, like it that. is funny. Like I didn't like that, that Kirk. Pee Wee the Pirate. That's awful. And why? So you saw my little smirk on the top. Yeah. yeah. Now I know what you were smirking about. Yeah. We so might be on some here though, but like either have a smaller Petey or a dog. We could call Pee Wee. Pee Wee. See, I think I've seen the Carolina Mudcats. They have Muddy the Mudcat, and then they have like this little miniature Mudcat that follows them around. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Yeah, yeah, they've got like a little mini Mudcat. Yeah, we should have Petey the Pirate, and then Pee Wee. We got the name ready. Yeah, this would be perfect, and then have like a little mini Pirate Petey the Pirate, and call him Pee Wee. That'd be perfect. That's actually a great idea, Kenny. Petey and Pee Wee. Choice like Petey the Pirate's kid. This is a random memory, but do you remember when Tulsa played here and they had that very strange looking like little person mascot thing? I don't. 
i'm never gonna be able the to golden hurricane find. yeah it was like it was the oddest we talked about it uh which is still the dumbest but this was years and years n- ago n- nickname for tulsa oklahoma the golden hurricane they, they get no hurricanes it should be the tulsa tornadoes that's what it should be yeah I'll, I'll see if I can find it, but anyway, I just remember. No, they had a little person, like it, it as was. A yeah, it was very strange. Hmm. And uh, I'll see if I can locate it. But anyway, wow. uh, Pirate baseball home this weekend against Cincinnati, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, really no news going on on the football front uh, for your Bud Light ECU report, Troy D. Kind of hidden, not a dead time, but a slow. This time. is this is probably the slowest time of year for. Well, football. outside of June, For July, football news. Yeah, well, that, I mean, well, June, July is no news is good news. Correct. We don't want any. News. I would say almost year round now, no news is good news sure. when it comes to off the field stuff. But at least, yeah, when it comes to off the field. Yeah. But uh, once we get through that, as Troy says, August will be here before you know it. Fall camp, pirate so, radio party. By the way, Troy so I mean, really, football starts in August. I mean, they report like August first, <laughs> the right beginning of August. Yeah. yeah so. The, when we talk next time clip on monday it'll be may so you got may june july you're three months away from the start of football now, by the way Jordan, as of today 128 days on the david price construction countdown to kickoff 126 days until the party of the year is back are you excited i am excited about that we've got a lot of news to share about that as we get closer mm-hmm. we've just kind of scratched the surface with the, the date right now and the location september 1st at the state theater we're gonna be talking more about that as it gets closer Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll have more for you. We also have a giveaway to get to here on this Thursday. We will do that and a lot more when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All righty. Welcome back say? into the show. No, thank you. Right. Appreciate it. No sugar, no preservatives. It's all natural. This is a sparkling kiwi one I got here. No free ads, Troy did. All right. Sorry. This is... Cover your can. The new, yeah. It's a new uh, energy drink I got here. Central Energy Accelerates Metabolism, Birds Body Fat. We were talking about... Um, a sponsorship deal with these guys. Yeah, go for it. We were talking about, like, breweries, I think, the other day. Surely we... Burglaries? Uh, brewer, a brewery. A brewery. What if a brewery got burglarized? I don't know if I can say it now. Can you say it? A Chandler? brewery. A brewery burglar, a burglar, a burglarized brewery. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> A burglarized brewery. That's okay. That's fair. That's funny. Um, And how it's is that trendy to open? Like I feel like that in the last three to four years, maybe maybe longer than that. Oh, not that trendy anymore. 
I just feel like it's a trend. You remember we used to oh, have I think like the a new lot thing of frozen is, uh, yogurt places around? Like oh, everything that was a runs. Trend. Well, first of all, uh, you guys might be a little too young. The first wave we had was like we had a wave of steakhouses open up in Greenville, like all at the same time. Y'all remember that? How far the, are we going back? Well, this was probably in the 90s. Because like, I was a, uh, and you were, I think as well, a Three Steers guy back in the day. Oh, yeah, I love that. Three Steers. Right. But are but you that, talking about chains? I like, yeah, I'm or? talking about chains. Like, oh, okay. I'm talking about they put Three went Steers and Beef Barn went out of business. Yeah. All the chains came. Right, right, right. Yeah. There was a Texas Steakhouse at one time. That was a, the hot spot. Lone Star. Then, Lone right. Star, yeah. Then, and then, of course, uh, Outback. Outback. Yeah, it seemed like we. It was uh, Greenville Boulevard was ribeye row is what the nickname yeah. was okay. at one time. Yeah. Long then we had lo, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had our phase of mattress stores on every corner. Oh yeah. Remember, I mean I mattress like stores. Yeah. Oh my God! It was like mattress firm was competing with some other company, and they were all putting multiple locations like right next to each other. Oh yeah, they'd go it was head nuts. To head. Like we had more mattress stores per capita than maybe anywhere else in the country at one time, and maybe more mattress stores than gas stations at one time. <laughs> Uh, then it went from mattress stores. Then yogurt shops were hot. That was hot. That was a big trend. And now we're down to like just back to one. Yeah, I think of the one. Uh, you know, I swear there was the like Callisters. just buildings and buildings. Of, and they're then, almost empty, and they just put up like your self serve yogurt and called it a, a shop. Yeah, and then we had a trend. Uh, boy, a lot of I've I've seen. Then the sweepstakes places went crazy. Oh yeah, many yep. years ago, and then that got kind of outlawed. Um, so the, a lot of those have closed down. Kind of outlawed is a good way to put it. Because it depends what county and who's enforcing what. And I still feel like they're... Uh, um, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And then we had a phase of... Boy, you see a lot of CBD stores pop up and vape places. Oh, yeah. Vape that's places. a big one now. Yeah. Boy, yeah. if you got a, The vape business must be a big business. Because if there's an empty retail spot, it seems like a vape place is going in there. Yeah. That's the new Chinese that's, food beside Food Line. Yes. Now it's a vape place beside yeah. Food Line. Yeah. Hemp maybe, stores? Maybe they should merge. Vape Chinese food. But I feel like we're in the uh, brewery renaissance era. Now, I think the new thing is like these liquor, like custom, like bourbon places that are opening up or vodka places. Okay. Like, you know, that's that ne- next level Liqueur. stuff. Yeah. Like it's not just breweries. It's uh, what do you call it? when you A distillery oh, is yeah. the next thing. Yeah. That's like the new thing, I think. Now. But I brought it up because like, and and what, how would you describe that drink? Is that a seltzer? Like what is Th- that? This is technically, all right. They Which call, that's non-alcoholic. This is non-alcoholic. Although it looks like I'm <laughs> drinking. Uh, and you just said non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. <laughs> is it? I promise, folks, yeah. it is. Although it probably mixes great with vodka. Yeah. Um, and it does look like I'm drinking like a uh, White Claw or something. So it's sparkling. This is a, something. What yeah. is it considered? But I don't know. I feel like it's a sparkling like energy drink. But the new but like, it's not uh, really anything. A sparkling flavored water. Energy it's not drink. water. Uh, <laughs> Celsius proprietary Meta Plus formula includes green tea with E G C G ginger. In guana seed, and instead of your like um, typical energy drinks, that's more of a healthy energy. Correct. I, I've heard type. this is actually one of the fastest growing drinks in the country. I was reading in Advertising Age uh, just how this thing has exploded because it's it's a lot better for you than maybe let's say some of the stuff that's in Red Bull, for instance. But like, Which I used to like Red Bull a lot, but now I'm kind of I'm, I'm trying to I'm off Red Bull. A lot of sugar. Yes. Well, and I always, they did start sugar-free Red Bull, but even that has a weird taste to it. This yeah. is pretty good once you get used to it. But those hard seltzers are now very popular. Uh, seltzer, everything. Around. Yeah. Boy, seltzer is in its prime right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's like anything. Like, you've got a thousand different flavors of seltzer, and a few of them will stick for long term. 
but man, it's like everybody's got a seltzer now. Yeah, you and it, apparently it's a trend too to go with the low calorie, no carb stuff. Yeah, we, we gave away on this show Bud Light Next. Yep, which I've gotten. Where I, I drink a lot now. Yeah, which is good. a type of seltzer. Although, like the seltzer stuff is good, but I don't know if I could sit there like on a beach and drink like six or seven. Too of them. sweet. No, it, 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 it gets too bubbly. Right, right. Heartburn. Like it's uh. good for a couple. But I think if you're on the beat, you got to go back to just good old beer, mm-hmm. light beer, in my case, or maybe a mixed drink. But I, I couldn't just pound seltzers all day. Yeah. That's me, but maybe some people can't. I remember uh, I worked, Troy D., at uh, Trademark 54 in Winterville, my final year of high school, and a little bit into college. I have frequented that one before. And um, it was I always. I saw you there and didn't even know it was you back then. Probably so. Yeah. I saw a lot of people. Really made me. Uh, hate people <laughs> uh, just kidding um, nothing will make you hate people like working with the general public <laughs> but new uh like new stuff would come out and at that time the new stuff was mike's hard lemonade oh yeah and the uh still around and smirnoff ice came out still while around I was working there yeah. and it was just funny how do people still get iced or what is is that what it's called i hope you, not you know what i'm talking about guys yeah they, they do yeah something happens and you have to chug a smirnoff you, you, ice. they kind of su- they kind of surprise you with it like i know it sup dogs they'll bring you a to-go box and you know the person opens it up and there's a smirnoff in there uh, now if you want to go and you got to get on one knee and if drink you want right? to be a total ass then you give them the like the double barrel the big one oh. and then you have to get on one knee and then chug the whole thing <laughs> yeah that's Something terrible like that. what a punishment now you talk about heartburn that mm, yeah ooh. chugging a smirnoff and ice. galore ooh. but i remember those were very popular when they first came out it was also those came out troy and it was the last legs of zima i, I was believe. just gonna say before that i remember i was in school when zima hit for the first time and that was a malt beer at the time or is i don't know if it's around anymore but zima came out like i want to say early 90s mm. and i remember being at the elbow trying my first zima and it was the hottest drink around when it came out now obviously it didn't last and now it probably gets it, it's kind of like the vanilla ice of drinks it was hot when it was uh, and now in it's real like time, a punchline and now it's kind of a punchline yeah. but at the time if you were here in the early to mid 90s at ecu you know what i'm talking about is absolutely true zima was the drink isn't it interesting how things like that like get popular? Like you don't even really like it that much, but it's like, hey, this is this is kind of hot. I'm enjoying this now. Yeah, I, drinking a Zima, listening to the Vanilla Ice was the deal. <laughs> I mean, you were you were living life right then. That was peak '90s right there. Ice, ice, baby, and a Zima in hand. I mean, it gets no better than had that. a cool bottle, cool glass yeah, shaped yeah. bottle. I mean, it was the first one that really. They probably had some good marketing. Like, yes, this is cool. This yeah. is not your. When I was in high school, Bartles and James was really big. Remember, uh, that probably predates you guys. That does but that, predate me. That was an original wine cooler is what that was uh, called. okay. And it was like flavored. It was a very sweet drink, but it was a wine cooler. And they had these funny commercials with these two old guys, Bartles and James. And man, everybody in high school, I'm not saying it was legal, but everybody wanted to have some Bartles and James if they were having a party. I wonder what the, uh, I don't think wine needs <laughs> Back a, in the 80s. Wine doesn't need a comeback because it's pretty steady, right? People drink wine. Wine is wine is kind of like a, a good book. 
it stands the test. Like you get a book, like a lot. Can you elevate the wine though? What can they do to to make wine enter the mainstream? Well, I mean, they've come out with all different types of wine and flavors and stuff like that. But they do the little to go, like one bottle. They have done those. One glass. I think those they sell those like a sheet. I've seen. Yeah, Yeah, if you need one to go or something. But wine kind of stands the test of time. It never kind of goes out of style. That's like your black dress of the alcoholic world. You know, certain things are always in style. You can never go wrong with a bottle of wine. Or in my case, a black shirt. I love wearing black. Which you look very nice today. today. Yes. Actually, Clip. I this like is my black dress. This looks, is my wine. This, you look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Plus, that's a custom black dress, right? There, or black shirt, I should say. It is. It's got yes. the Pirate Radio logo. Indeed. It's not even the old. That's the new, newest one we have. And not to go Troy D here, and but Glenn told me something today that I could be getting that's really cool. Pirate Radio related. Lidwise? But I hope that, Yeah. That could be We're working really on some stuff. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to overpromise. I know, I know. I don't want to, and I don't yeah. want to do that. You, but. you will be getting some stuff. I just don't want to promise when. I was thinking about this, Troy. You make a big deal of your uh, party shirt, your new shirt. Yes, I'm still on the search for that. By the way, so if anyone has any good leads, who's on the I'll, search committee? <laughs> uh, right now, if I'm, you had to have a search committee <laughs> for a party shirt, who is That's on that? That's a great idea. It's well, a four-chair committee. I feel like I need to, would have to hire out a consultant, so probably Todd Turner. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I wanted the ugliest shirt yeah. around. Uh, so instead of the AD hiring the coach, or in this case, you buying a shirt, you got to find somebody else to pick it out for you. Right, so Get then I can candidates. Bl- then I could blame them yeah. if it's not right. Well, then I didn't hire. I didn't pick the shirt out. You end up spending this like was Jenny's eight times the amount of the shirt to pay people to make a bad decision. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Who would be on the committee? I need some people with some style. Yeah. You know, that, that I would trust. I'd have to think about Go that. Go around local businesses that deal with clothes. But I am looking for a new party. And it, I, when I say party shirt, I'm not looking for a wild and crazy Hawaiian shirt. I'm looking for a cool shirt to wear, like that would look good at the party, but I could also wear during the week, perhaps. Uh, well, on that note, I was thinking I need a new party hat, a cool lid for the party. Mm-hmm. And then I even took it a step further on Amazon. And now I'm going to give this out. We might see multiple people wearing this. You can get like a purple like suit jacket shipping like shipping for around 40, 50 bucks. Huh. And I, I might would consider that I might have a uh, I might be going with the purple jacket. For wow. Well, if you're doing that, that might be too much. For yeah, me we to can't do have too. double. Yeah. yeah. But and, uh, and we look like the wait staff or something. But that's kind of cool clip. Yeah. I went with the jacket the first year of the party and I've never done a jacket since. Because I'm not a jacket guy. I'm not either. That's what, this is kind of a joke. That, but yeah, th- and I got to tell you, that that might give and you a the, little... They it, have big man sizes. It's, yeah, it's a little pimp status. <laughs> I mean, that's a pimp purple right there, I got <laughs> to say. If I had to name that color, hats. I would call it pimp purple. I think it would go great with I think you need like a cane, like a big one of those canes with a big ball at the end. And a hat with like a feather in it. And then like one of those cups. What do they call it? It's not just a cup. It's a cup that shoots off. Yeah, a chalice. Like if you wear a suit like that, you need to have a chalice to yeah. drink out of please wear that to the pirate radio party but you're you're it's, causing me to perhaps up my game a little bit for the party yeah i mean that's very i mean it's very nice clip i mean that's making an investment uh scott says ask troy if you remember something that reminds me of something do you remember california coolers i vaguely i know you remember I, you got to remember this how about clearly canadian yeah the water like I, that was cool i never had any reason. of that though oh you didn't uh-uh. never tried never bought into that it just looked cool it was <clears> bottled <throat> neat so i remember having some of those when i was a kid and thought yeah. that was cool. i just remember bartles and james was the deal and i guess is it still around 
I think it is. What is it? It's a, yes, wine, it's cooler. a wine cooler. I think oh. they still sell it at Food Line. I thought I saw it the other day. I used to drink a lot of that. I almost picked some up just oh, for old time's sake. I feel like I've seen the... Shirley, if you get a chance, could you Google one of the old ads with the guys? Because it'll bring back oh, yeah, some memories. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're, it's guys? on uh, YouTube. Yes, but they they always had like some catchphrase or something. Let's relive that, I'm sure. I haven't heard that in Bartles and probably 30 years. Be Their great. catch line was, we thank you for your, your support. support. That's it. Yes. God, there, I got back you. some memories. I got you one here. All right, Hang here on. we go. Hang this on. is an old Bartles and James. From what year? Do you know? Uh, this is from 1985. Give me one second right. here. Great year. What old ad were we looking up where I kept singing the song? Oh, Chandler. Uh, BC, the power. The BC powder. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Cute. Hello there. My name is Frank Bartles, and this is Ed James. You know, it occurred to Ed the other day that between his fruit orchard and my premium wine vineyard, we could make a truly superior premium grade wine cooler. It sounded good to me, so Ed took out a second on his house and wrote to Harvard for an MBA, and now we're preparing to enter the wine cooler business. We will try to keep you posted on how it's going. Thank you very much for your support. Yeah, and the, I like it's like guy. Penn and Teller. The, the yeah. one guy always talked, the other guy just yeah, they, sat there. Yeah, the other oh, really? guy just yeah, sat there, the yeah. Stick. And I remember we'd have one, and he'd be at a party. You take a swig, and you go to your buddy. Thank you for your support. Thank yep. you for your continued support. I like the uh, ads. They were great ads. Yeah. Oh, they, 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 were, were, they were some great oh, they, ads. Let me tell you, at the time, in the mid-'80s, that was the number one beverage. At least, al- you know, that's funny. Alcoholic beverage, I like that. I mean, aside from like some of the classic Miller Lite commercials from like with Bob Euchre yeah. and those types, Bartles and James had their own unique, you know, niche when it came then. to. Oh yeah, yeah, brings back some great memories. Shirley, let's uh, give away something on this Thursday right now. Oh okay. Yep. Jenny says she has a proven booty, track booty, record booty, of booty, finding booty, good booty shirts. Are you going to trust Jenny or at yeah, least uh, add her to the consultant? She could be on the uh, she could be a search committee, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Right. She could be a chairwoman. <laughs> Shirley. Well, let's not hand out titles. Let's just say. <laughs> let's slow your roll a little bit. Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's? Did a Chico's this week, Troy? Uh, actually, I have. And I got. This is. All right. I let Ellerby influence me this time. I did something at Chico's this week I've never done before in my Ate life. Ate healthy? You just ate something different? No. I got the shrimp tacos, but in a different way. Okay. They had the... God, what did they... were finished like with honey sriracha Mm. sauce. That's it. So they were the shrimp tacos Mm. in honey sriracha. Man. So I've never... I heard him order that. I was like, huh. I usually get them plain. I'm... You know what? Make mine the same way. Are they fried? Yeah, they're still the same shrimp tacos. But they're in the sauce. They're in the honey sriracha sauce. Nice. Never done that before. I'm getting out of my comfort zone, guys. I'm trying new things this year, as you know. Yeah. Wasn't my New Year's resolution. It was just my New Year's promise to myself to try new things. That was a new thing I tried this week. The honey sriracha. All right. Shrimp tacos at Chico's. Very good. All right. There's a uh, Troy D hack tip. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Go with it. All right. No extra cost for that. Shirley, what uh, call are we looking for? I'm going to go with caller 8. Caller 8, 317-1250. We'll have our winner and more on Pirate Radio Live when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultation is available by calling 752-1406 or visit uh, beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Rakesha Burks of Aiden. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. Charlie Rhodes, Content Junkie, Chandler Honeycutt, and Troy D here i love trivia guys here's one for you nfl draft is tonight are y'all uh, excited about it by the way round one anyway yeah well, i'm excited about the uncertainty it depends on where your team picks washington's 11 panthers are six, six yeah. okay, i've never been le- less excited well you don't have anything to look forward i know to. than tonight yeah. for the draft we have the bears have no the first bears. round draft picks yeah so i i'm just i'm almost thinking about boycotting not even watching they might cancel the draft tonight. i know just as a personal show of disappointment troy's not gonna watch it and then he's gonna see the ratings are down and you're gonna take credit for it like i you know how i, I did it i told you you know how i do this all right uh since 2000 what two nfl teams have not had a top pick top five pick in the nfl draft since 2000 two teams have not picked in the top five which means they have been pretty successful Name those two teams. Patriots. That is one. Pittsburgh. That is two. <laughs> wow. Good job, Troy. <laughs> that was fast. Nailed it. I, was, I didn't even get a chance to get one out. Uh, the youngins get the young questions. That is uh, the two teams there. What three teams have had eight top five picks since well, 2000? Uh, the Browns. That is one. Jets. Jaguars. No, they have had seven. Lions. Jag- Jaguars. Jags yeah, is correct. Got two. Lions is the other. Okay. Uh, Browns, Jags, and Lions have had eight jets have had seven along with washington. who washington. who can you say that a little bit louder just please? a little bit louder <clears throat> washington what's up yeah we suck. maybe that should have been the washingtons like you make the ton really big i was so glad when they came out with the names so you stopped saying dumb names that would be cool like i just thought of that the wa- hey welcome to the, your washingtons so what city are they in washington the tons so, so, so the, the Washington name would be, would be in the first name? Tons. It would be unique. No. Think about it. Tons, you're a big guy, football. I'm, I'm thinking about it, but no. 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 Please, <laughs> shut up. That reminds me, Troy. We had a... a uh... He's still possibly coming back. <laughs> okay, no, relax. Nobody's saying that. <laughs> Nobody even prompted that from you. Sorry. Yeah, that was just, down. Sorry. He said they come back. <laughs> he triggered me. I didn't say anything. Uh, earlier this week, we did like somebody in the sports world. You've done a 180 on either positive or negative. Somebody you didn't like at first and then started to like or liked at first and didn't like. And I got two for you, one for each. All right. Coach K's got to be one that you didn't like that you eventually did. Probably. Like, correct. Uh, yeah. That's probably fair. 
don't and, think I was a Coach K fan when he first started. But as time went on, uh, yeah, I probably evolved. And I think, on him. I know you don't like this guy now. I think you did at one time. Jay Cutler, uh, would you say you liked him? Uh, yeah, that's probably fair. I really liked Jay Cutler when they got him. And you and went then as on time to went on, despise him. Yeah. <laughs> as he cared less and less. More of his attitude than play. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's, those are two I great, thought about those two. Two great picks. Yeah. Both anybody, opposite ends. One right. I disliked and liked, one I liked and didn't then dislike. That's fair. Anybody else come to mind? Oh, I'd have and to think about that. That's, a lot of ECU it. administrators and coaches. <laughs> it's, it's not getting personal. <laughs> Sorry. That just, People that aren't here, we should say. Yeah. Yeah, I like everybody that's here. But like for me, Phillip Rivers, I came to kind of like him at the end of his career where I pretty much hated him for 15 years. Uh, I thought about him. Eli Manning's another one. That I kind of liked at the end. Ah. Well, I think I think I give people the benefit of the doubt, and I give them the opportunity until I'm proven wrong. So, like Scotty Montgomery, I was like, okay, it wasn't his fault. All the stuff that happened before, I gave him an opportunity, and then after three years of that, and the 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 part where I snapped, I think, and said I can't take any more of this, was the loss at home against North Carolina A and T. Sure. Where they just totally humiliated this program. Yeah. And the coach has turned into one of the greatest memes on the internet. Bring oh, yeah. me my money. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and I realized, how can you continue to support this? Not th- when I say this, this guy, this coach. Yeah. And I think he, I think I was with probably 99.9% of the fan base at that point. Yeah. Maybe there was like one person that was related to scotty montgomery that was still supporting him but uh, bill montgomery who was a big fan yeah um, but, so yes your your opinions can change over time and I, but i always go by what ha, you know do what goes by actions and you yeah. are a benefit of the doubt guy i know one guy you did not give the benefit of the doubt to he is not eligible for this because you didn't like him and you still don't although you softened up a little bit trubisky mitchell trubisky i was de- i was dead against him <laughs> yeah from the start from from the pick it was the wrong pick immediately i've never yeah. been more angry at a TV, something on TV. I've never thrown anything at my TV. And so I remember watching this with my son. Hey, at least that won't happen tonight. No, correct. I remember taking off my hat and throwing it at the TV and being disgusted by this pick. I remember going on a Twitter rant about this. Oh, yeah. It was many years ago. I was a lot more emotional back then. I've calmed down a lot lately. Um, I remember just saying, this is going to be terrible for the franchise. This is an awful pick. They've wasted even trading up to get this guy. He's not even the best quarterback in the ACC, much less the NCAA. It was unbelievably bad. It was so clear to me. How could you screw this thing up so bad? And once again, I was proven to be true. You were right on that one. Now, I think Mitch Trubisky is actually probably a pretty nice guy. And I think if I I knew him as a person, I think I'd really like the guy. He seemed. I have nothing personal bad to say about Mitch Trubisky. This is a strictly football decision. Also, at the time, you didn't know that... Well, Jay Cutler, I liked his football, but was probably a jerk. Right. You know. It might be more of Trubisky's coach than Trubisky. You didn't know that at the time, either. Because you hate Nagy more than Trubisky, right? Uh, I don't know if I hate Nagy. I really liked Nagy when he started. I think he just... He lost the team. Yeah. And then his stuff... Like, he wouldn't adjust. Instead of adjusting the players he had, he wanted the players to adjust to his scheme, which never never worked. And it was never going to work at that point. And him and Ryan Pace got so stubborn, the GM, and were refusing to admit anything was wrong, they just had to start over. I don't hate... I I think Nagy's okay. I just think he was a bad fit towards the end. 
Okay. And he wasn't willing to modify, you know, and, and adapt with the players he had. Wow. New Troy D really is soft. Yeah. Soft her. So, oh, I mean, I, I don't hate him. When I say hate, I mean sports hate, not legitimately hate the human. I, I thought Ryan Pace, the GM, was a bigger problem than even So that. he's bigger than the yeah, I thought the picks, he was responsible for oh, that's the Trubisky true. He thing. Made the pick. Yeah. He was responsible for a lot of these terrible first-round picks they have had. So Yep, true. A- and the reason we don't have a first-round pick now. <laughs> that's right. That's a good point. Uh, so there you go. See, I can fire him up. He's almost you're, there. You're winding me up, Cliff. If we didn't have to take a break, I could really get him, but you're we got to take our last break. Pulling my string. All right, let's, uh, let's get our last break in. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap it up here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Let the bass drop. Let the bass kick. Let the, let the bass, let the bass kick. Hey, Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks for tuning in today. We're back with you Friday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of PRL. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt. Troy D., enjoyed it? Uh, good times. I'll we'll see, see you next week. Monday? In May. We'll see you in May. We'll see you next month. May Day. Uh, we'll be back with you Friday, 3 o'clock, on Pirate Radio Live. Everyone, have a great evening. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.